replies on my video i just posted getting some good feedback but let me uh play some tunes sign this out and we'll uh get it moving what up maxine i'm just gonna play a song or two and uh send out the space and um we'll get into it today thanks for coming through i know uh, we've been in the dms and really would love to hear what more you have going on and spaces are always the most effective way to do that. <clears throat> also, I hope I don't rug today. Uh, don't think I will, but my uh, phone is like on SOS. I got to take it to Verizon after this space <laughs> for no reason. But the Wi-Fi is working and Wi-Fi works better anyway. Um, but shout out 500 Millie. He put me back on this song. Uh, a few weeks ago, and it's on my Spotify, so I'm gonna play it. Wolves, Selena Gomez, let's go. In your eyes, there's a heavy blue. Want to love and want to lose. Sweet divine, a heavy truth. Water, wine, don't make me choose. Weekend popular. I've been on this song lately. I've 
to you, took it to you. I'll be down the darkest alleys of the dark side of the moon, took it to you, took it to you. I'm full of love and every stranger took too much easy and got all for you, yeah, all for you. Retweet the room, y'all. All right, why don't you come up, Maxine, if you got a second, so I can hear about this stuff. Tez, I know you got network issues. It's all good. Y'all want, we can keep playing a little more music before it fills up more and hear about what you got going on. Thanksgiving week for y'all we pop stars. Music. Another one, yeah. DJ, 
What up, Meta? Hey, I'm so inspired from your story. No, not November. I just want to see that and um, be looking forward to a surprise today. I have to clip out myself. I I was quoting you, bro, in a live podcast last week, and I said, "Hey." I learned this from I am Maxwell Aiden and you should follow him. Da, 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 da. Well, I didn't say it exactly in those words, but like, I mean, I have the clip, but like, bro, like I'm so excited. I was literally fucking shouting you out in a podcast. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. What, it, what was it about? I hope you didn't roast me too hard. I didn't. I was, I was complimenting you on the whole subject <laughs> of, um, I didn't roast you really. Um, I, I can roast you today if you guys want. But <laughs> please, you know how you were talking. Well, I mean, roasted turkey for Thanksgiving. Well, that was dumb. <laughs> but you know how you were always talking about the reasons why you deploy your own contract. I mean yeah. that that discussion came up hardcore. We were just talking about L twos in general because, um, and I should. I I mean I can send you the website or or I can put their Twitter up top and you can find the full recording if you go to the Twitch channel. You can watch the whole thing, but like what I need to do today, one of my priorities today is I need to clip out the part where I'm shouting you out and then tag you. It'd be good content. Oh, that'd be a great content. Yeah. Okay. So here's the show. I just put it to the top, the show I shouted you out, but like I wasn't on the panel here. I, I came up to the microphone in the audience because, you know, audience can talk anytime during the show. And that's when I um, shouted you out. If they were smart, they should have fucking put your you know, I am Maxwell Aiden up on the screen so people could see who I was talking about, but um, they didn't. And I'm sorry, I'm just a little bit too excited because, you know, Maxwell, it's been a week since I've been on your spaces. And I, I literally tell people like, it's so therapeutic going to Maxwell spaces and that we musicians need to have a space that's, you know, solely dedicated to music NFTs, even though I do, uh, as you know, support a culture where there's more fusion and collaboration between us and other people who don't do music as long as they recognize they are going to need music and sound into their into their stuff in the future just in general 
I still think it's it's good for us to have a safe place for just music people. <laughs> okay, I'll be quiet now because I know you want to say Yeah, something. and I'm trying to focus on that. Like, um, because I call it fuck the fud. So when like other shit comes up, I'm I'm cool talking about it. And then I always try to bring it back to music NFTs, like fuck the fud if you don't like it. But um you're gonna hate me for this. But this week I got like so much family coming into town. Um that I never get to see and family so important that I'm trying to a spend some time with them and b spend time in the mornings, like trying to level up the space, like create some docs um, to get people to come through, hit up people that have been through and, you know, basically say like, if you want to be featured for part of the space or tell us what you got going on, uh, it doesn't matter if it's just music. Candidly, I'd like it to, you know, not be a lot of music because we talk about music otherwise, um, unless we do like a super space. Um, and then like kind of make like a carousel thing where I saw Jaden doing his badass. Um, you can see the space layout for every week. And it took me like forever to figure it out. Uh Oh, metal, metal rugged. <laughs> oh, God, I love her. And there she is. She's quick back on the trigger. I'll give her, uh, I'll give her that. <laughs> what up, man? But you were talking about Jaden's spaces. Like, on, I was going to go on Jaden's space last night. I set the reminder, but then, like, I was having some technical problems applying for, you know, that thing where you can have your music and or your art in Art Basel as long as you apply for it. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. They have kind of a complicated process at layer.xyz. So I was on a friend. I mean, I was on the phone with a friend for a while just trying to figure out what the fuck I was doing wrong. And I still have to have support get back to me about that. But like, that was the thing I think I told you guys about a week ago, like literally just apply and do it on base. So you don't spend any money minting or gas fees. And that's connected to Ethereum. And you will literally have your shit like, and sell it as a one of one in Miami, one of your pieces and sell it for a lot of fucking money. Like my friend would not let me like do it for less than $500. I was like, I've never sold a music NFT for that price. And he's like, I don't care. It's Miami. Okay, I'm totally making fun of That's not a bad idea, though. Like, sometimes I think when and we've talked about this before um, a, a while ago, but sometimes I think like raising the price can actually be a good thing. Like I, my first one I sold, it was an auction, but it was something like that, you know, like the music video with rights and it sold for an ETH. So um you know, that was super lit. Um, and there's a quote um, by Gucci that is basically like people, and I never quote it fully, like word for word, correct, but you'll get the gist, like where he talks about how people remember quality far after they forget about price. And, um, you know, I always talk about like, I like higher pricing. And I think that that is um, a great way to kind of sum that up and and you know how collectors like they i think sometimes would gravitate to higher pricing because it's the artist saying yeah i think i'm worth this and an artist who thinks they're worth this like they're probably gonna like maybe go a little harder i think that's overgeneralized and maybe not true but you know what i'm saying no i mean i i i agree with you i mean like I raised the price even on some of my tezos stuff just because i've been entering it into art contests and like I didn't make it super high, the price. I mean, like it's only about like $20 US and I know that's kind of low, but but for Art Basel, you know, it's not just Art Basel with layers. You're going to get your stuff in a gallery in Belgium as well. I think it was with Art Crush Gallery. And it's like, if you think about an event that that's big, 
you know, and, and congratulations to you for selling for an eighth. My friend was trying to get me to sell it for an eighth. And I just did it for like 0 0.05 or whatever it was that's like $500 worth. You know, he, he wouldn't let me. He was like, no, nope, not less than $500. It's Miami and, and you're selling only one, <laughs> you know? It's just, so especially in that environment, I think you have to take that into consideration. And you doing an auction like that, like, I'm actually excited to hear, you know, more about that because like, I think that's probably a good way to like, to, you know, to, to set things because it's like certain collectors, for instance, if you're trying to market to them and it's like stupid cheap, it's like, that's kind of hurting their bags in a way. If, if, it, if they're, if they see something as something they can make a lot of money off of and you sell it for like $10, like that's, it's kind of insulting to them. You know, I mean, I'm not saying we can't have, we can't sell things at a cheaper price sometimes, but we definitely need to know when it's not appropriate to sell stuff at a super low price because it's only going to hurt us. And I'm sorry if I went off on tangents, please interrupt me at any time. No, no, you're, I think you're a hundred percent, a hundred percent on. And you're already kind of doing and have done <clears throat> really have done like the first part that I did as well, which was like network with collectors, get to know people, let them get to know me before I ever like for a year before I ever even put something up for sale. So by that time, you know, people had a lot of interest in what I had going on and what I dropped was like pretty unique. I hadn't seen someone like drop an unreleased music video um, that gave them, you know, rights to um, publishing. Um, if they like, you know, if say they like got it up on MTV, like they would have half of the um, royalty rights. Okay, that's um, incredible. Why are you not <laughs> applying for Layer.xyz? And because you've already done something and you're offering like rights and things like that, you should be selling that for fucking two ETH at least in Art Basel. It's going to cost you nothing, Maxwell. Well, I don't know if the collector's going to want to give it up. <laughs> oh, but... wait, can you not sell another one on base? I, I could, yeah. I mean, who's I, gonna I, stop you? Like, do you need me to post the link right now? Yeah, please. This, I don't, like, I don't know about you. Need any to of these benefit things. from this too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need. I don't know about any of these like featured things. I just like focused on like trying to make content and the new project and spaces. But I need to like get to know a lot of these, um, these like feature. Um, I don't want to say competitions, but you know things you submit to. Okay, let me. Um, I'm gonna. Okay, that's not bookmark the, it. That's that's just their web, like that's just a tweet, their latest tweet. But you actually do have to go on their website and apply, you know. Um, and you know, our girl Violetta, she's got her shit in some art gallery thing, you know. And I've been, you know, I've been preaching this for a while, guys. Like, elevate your shit, get it in Sotheby's, do all the things, like, because we, I mean, music videos, like, that's a fucking visual art form, okay? Like, we put a lot of fucking work into this shit, like. So hypothetically speaking, because we have art and music in our stuff, hypothetically speaking, it should be worth more than these motherfuckers who are just making this silent art. Come on. That's literally my, my pitch. Yeah, exactly. And you do that plus, a, you know, like we talked about a custom contract and that one wasn't a custom contract. It was like the first one I ever did. I didn't know much about it. But, um, you know, I think people are like forgiving in those scenarios, you know, as long as you keep leveling up and adapting. Um, and yeah, I know I need to apply to a bunch of this shit because it's funny, like Sotheby's almost gets it more than like the general community. Like Sotheby's will like be cool with music NFTs, but a lot of other people in general aren't. Well, but we're going to get it to that level. So if you look at Violetta's tweet, she's in a different art gallery. I can try to find it. 
but I didn't see any information about the thing that she got featured in. So I personally sent them a message and I said, Hey, are you accepting any more submissions for blah, 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 blah. You know? So it's like, but we can't just expect people to change their view unless we collectively come together and start pushing it in the faces of some of these people, you know, I mean, getting the guy who got his thing in super chief, you know, gallery that I talked about last week, that's like a thing, you know, but just in general, we, we just need to start pushing more, but, but we, cause we, if we don't start entering our stuff into this, into these things, it's like, then, and then we, and it can't just be you. It can't just be me. It can't just be Latasha. We have to, to get in the heads of our community, our music community in general, that if we want to change, we're asking for a culture change. We're asked, so since we're looking for a culture change, this is not the job of one of us. This is the job of the whole fucking community. Because Latasha sold her shit for $50,000 at Sotheby's, okay? So let's, keep, let, let's make it $69 million eventually, motherfuckers. But we have to do it together. Okay, I, I'll get off my soapbox. Holy shit, that's insane. Fucking shout out. Wow. That is insane. That is a massive price for a music NFT. Holy cow. Was it a one of one? Metamay Meta rugged. Yep. <laughs> Always bringing that energy though. In three, two, one. I bet she's back. Oh, five, four. There we go. Yeah, I was wondering, um, what was it a one of one? Like, that's an insane price for music NFT. Like, shout out, that's crazy. It's smart. Um, I think it was a one of one. It was a music video. I don't even think that she was offering as much as you. Um, do you, do you follow her now on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. It's just the algorithm's crazy. The algorithm is stupid. I've been shadow banned again. But like, if you just dig into her Twitter and like, I'm pretty sure you can like, I don't have like all the, all the details, but like, I'm pretty sure she wasn't offering like rights and, and royalties and all of that. Like what you're offering, you know, I mean, she does have an advantage because she's the founder of Zorotopia, but you know, as you were saying, like, if we're smart, we're all CEOs of our own careers, if we're doing things the right way. Right. So I mean, that's just a precedent, you know, I'm not saying you should necessarily, if you don't feel like it's right for you, try to sell something for 50 grand, but like, why can't we just, why, but we have to honor the sentiment of what she's doing. And if we don't start like, you know, honor the sentiment of what she's doing, then she did it all for nothing. Not it's then I'm not saying it's all for nothing, but it's just like, we have to like kind of follow suit. Otherwise it's just a fluky thing that happened and not a change in the culture period. When are the deadlines for these submissions? Well, the one that I did, I put up layer that XYZ for yeah. you yet. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I did. I think that one is or, November the 28th. Um, okay. so, yeah, that one is like a no brainer, but like I apply for different contests and things like that on join.xyz. Have I pinned that to the top? Are you, are you part of join or the hug yet? No, is join basically like a collaborative to get your stuff submitted. Join is kind of like a collect, it's a catalog, but they always have open calls for different opportunities to get in galleries, contests, blah, blah, blah. You know, just like the hug, you know, the hug too, right? Are you serious? You don't know? No. <laughs> okay. I don't want to be annoying and I don't want to. I, I don't know any of these other than Sotheby's. Well, I mean, like if you're part of some of these, well, collectors who would collect at Sotheby's are on some of these sites. So you should. 
be on there. Go, you know Cosmo Medici, right? No. Nope. Oh, okay, I'm gonna. I need to help you so much. Like it's okay. Like... It's okay. I just need to turn you on to some of these things. Do you want me to pin them to the top, or do you want me to? Yeah. Please. Yeah. Okay. And this is how community works. We turn each other on to things. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. So let me. I'm on the hug. Um, I need to apply for some new contests, but like, especially some of your music videos, you should probably apply like in the AI short film category. If you used AI for any of your music videos. So, oh shit, fucking cool. So the hug, you need to apply for an artist profile first. And they have all kinds of cool opportunities. One of the ones that I entered was an opportunity to have my stuff showcased on a digital billboard in Shibuya in Tokyo. I didn't win, but it doesn't matter. Like I still applied, you have to apply. So, and they also, that organization that's head by, headed by Cosmo Medici, well, he's one of the heads rather. They, um, they spend so much money on artwork every week, but like you can submit music. Um, I had a friend of mine who's a guitarist. He submitted a piece and he got his stuff collected by like one of the heads of the organization, like a month after I told him to please not keep making silent pieces. So in general, he's always adding music to his stuff, took my advice and he got collected. Boom. Um, so, and that's part of like an association with what I just sent to you right now, which is the hug. And I will put one more to the top. Uh, I was telling you about join. So they always have opportunities. It's best to apply in their tweets. Um, I'm in the catalog now. I didn't used to be, but that's because I applied for one of their things. But you can see there's showcases you can curate. You can make open calls in there. Um, I applied for something to have my stuff showcased in a gallery in Chicago. But the more exposure that we can give to our stuff, the better. Not just like a music NFT concert. Like, you know, I mean, we're here to stay and we deserve to be in galleries. We deserve to be in Sotheby's. So we need to keep putting ourselves in opportunities with this. And just so you know, okay, sorry if I'm going off on tangents, but with the first thing that I sent you, which is layer.xyz, at least they even have like a special music category, you know, which is, which is cool. Facts, because so many people wouldn't even do that. Yeah, no, so many people wouldn't even do that, but I don't care. I shove it in their face anyways. And I just write in the tag, music and art by myself, blah, blah, blah. But like, so now you've gotten exposure to a couple of different things that are have, you know, that will feature stuff in major, major big galleries. So please enter, uh, not necessarily just care no more, but the one that you were talking about with No Not November, that's the one that you were selling with royalties. You have to get your stuff in there. No, it was actually, um, it was an unreleased song called, it was a, um, you know, the song Swag Surfing um, by uh, Fly. It's, a, it's an Atlanta song. And so like, obviously being from Atlanta, like having a ton of influence, like I, I took my like own take on that song. And uh, the whole point was like, try and pay homage to like the original uh, song and the influence they had on me and on the culture of Atlanta and the influence the culture of Atlanta had on me. If that, you know what I'm saying? It was like my way of saying like, yo, you got me, I got you. Like, this is what's up and I appreciate it. And let me, I'm trying to add to the culture, you know? I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's fun song. It doesn't sound a ton like some of my other stuff. If it's already being collected though, do you think it would, 
not be good to put it up and maybe like, you know, think of another NFT or another song or video that I could do as an NFT and use that? I mean, honestly, I would say do whatever you want. Like the piece that I've submitted for layers, um, which is a few posts over the one for Miami Art Basel, I already had that on sale on Tez. And I have a lot more of them. And I raised the price for that one because I entered it into a contest, even though it's not that high. But the thing is, is that it's my first time minting that piece on base, which is connected to ETH. So, you know, they're, when, when people go to Miami Art Basel, they're not going to go, oh, well, I wonder if she minted it on another chain before. No one's going to. Do you really think that they're going to be like that? No, they're going to be drinking. They're going to be high. They're going to be this. They're going to be that. Oh, cool. That's $500. Whoa, I like that song. Oh, I think I'll buy it. They're not going to like dig deeper. They're going to be that is to get out their credit cards and go. A good point. I, uh, I think that is such a good point that people don't actually address. I've heard some other people say that or honestly, like only one time. And I think that is a massive point right there. Yeah, and you're minting it on their site. It's not like when you go to Layers that you have to put a link to another place that you minted it. You're supposed to mint it on there. And you already knew you can use Base, which connects to Ethereum for free. So I'm not telling you anything new, but maybe it's a little alpha for people here doing that. But it's just like, since you don't even have to put a link on there to wherever else you've minted it, which sometimes on, like on Join, they usually do ask for a link where I've already minted it. But on here, since they haven't, Who's going to fucking know? Because they're going to go to the website to purchase, okay? They're not going to go elsewhere and go, oh, well, gee, I wonder if Maxwell sold it somewhere else for cheaper. No, they're supposed to go straight to Layers because Layers is the one presenting the piece at Art Basel, and they're going to buy it there. Like, maybe if somebody's really starts to get obsessed with you, they might look it up later, but then they're going to be smarter because they're going to know that because they bought it at the high price that they did, that it automatically is worth more. So what that you put it on like another chain? The only thing I will say, and then I'll shut the fuck up for a little bit and let some other people talk, because I know I talk a lot, is like, I don't know if we've talked much about ordinals here in this room. I think Tej, we talked about it maybe briefly last night, but I don't know, Tej maybe can't speak right now. But the culture with ordinals is that they actually want you know, they're not demanding it of every single piece, but they do like if you have some kind of pieces or collections that you only put on ordinals. And that's because, you know, the collector mentality over there is they want to feel special. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Sure, it's okay to be cross-chain, you know, when you're minting certain things. But if you know, like for instance, with ordinals, that they actually would prefer it if there's certain collections or certain pieces that you only put there, then I would say that's only that would be like an only like exception where you'd want to honor the culture of that chain. Because I already told them, I said, I have in mind something that's going to be a revolving collection. And actually, I need to work on the art for that right now. The music's done. The art is not. But they because that's it's going to be a revolving collection. I said it will only live on ordinals. And they said that's what they want. You know, they and they certain things like they want you to say it's only on ordinals, only available here, just like certain things are only available at the Gucci store or the Tiffany store. So we kind of have to understand that mentality. If that's like the client that you're dealing with in ordinals, that would be the case. And so make sure I would say certain things that you put on there that you only put on there. But 
is that really the culture with ETH or any of these other chains? I mean, do you feel that? Because I sure as hell don't. I think I think with um, it's 100 percent that way with ordinals. I think you're spot on. I think with ETH, it's like 50 50 or like 66 33 where there's some maxis like that. But a lot of people are fine with cross chain. But I think with ordinals, it is very like maxi. Yeah, I mean, you get it. So like, I don't need to like preach that to you anymore. They have a space later today. Um, I know a lot of the people IRL, if you want to um, get a little bit more familiar with them, just let me know. I'm planning to go to one of their spaces today. But like, literally, I got into it because I had a friend that never shut the fuck up about ordinals. And now I need to mint there and blah, 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 and all this other shit. And I actually think I'm going to mint on ordinals before I release some of my other stuff as a public advertised promotional release on ETH, just because there's so many cool things that we can do or that I'm thinking of that I can promote in terms of scarcity, exclusivity, and um, get into people's sort of holiday sentiment. Because we were talking about, you know, Cyber Monday and things like that, you know, about a week ago. And I was like, oh, well, I should probably, you know, discover you know explore what i can do that fits in with the holidays which is you know limited it's only you know this time of year with some kind of limited edition things that i can do with ordinals that i can do with the piece so that people that purchase you know during a certain time of year will get a certain utility that i will only release for the holidays and blah blah fucking blah ah, okay i know i'm rambling no i love it so yeah. It's funny you you brought up ordinals in the first place because I was thinking like I would I've been like I briefly talked about because I don't want to talk about it too much but it's you so absolutely um, been thinking about minting an ordinal as well um, in a short while um, and that would be something that I'd love to submit and it probably won't be in time for Art Basel. But NFT NYC, I would think that like there's a t even more maybe showcases. Actually, maybe not because it's Art Basel, but um, that could definitely be one that I put up. Well, and don't forget NFT LA is coming up. And then when um, is that April too? Mm -hmm. That's, okay. No, no, no. It's like if they do it the same time last year, it'll be last week of March because okay. my, my birthday gets smothered by NFT LA. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and if you need people to so help do you, you think, condense the file. Yeah, no, I do with that for sure. And then do you think NFT LA would be a better place than NFT NYC to do something like Why this? Why are you limiting yourself? Okay, so basically I can put it up a bunch of times. And if I don't like where it's selling, fuck that. Or do I put a reserve price? Or like, how would you go about the pricing? Well, for NFT NYC, I'm going to be real. I'm not entirely sure because I submitted mine for NFT NYC, but um, they're going to have another round worth of it. I just I just put it in for the last round, but I'm not even sure how pricing works with NFT NYC. But I would say price it up, obviously, for these big. I'm not just talking about little contests here and there where it's a gallery, but if it's a big thing like NFT NYC or NFT LA. Who cares if you put it elsewhere? But like, again, just be, you know, if it's if it's something where they're not accepting Bitcoin, then I guess you're going to have to use something that's connected with ETH. Right. You know, um, but don't worry, like the culture of ordinals is building. I don't want to give away too much about that until we 
was oh, built it's arguably more. stronger than everything else. It's just it's, not. It's big, very strong. Sorry, it's sorry. so strong. We like had our maxims. first meetup. Sorry. So how would you, how do you go about compressing the files? Cause I know like it probably needs to be like 300, 400 kilobytes, but I've heard there's ways to get it to like one megabyte, two megabytes. And I know the limit's four megabytes. Um, but I've heard that you have to work with the dev to get it as a bigger file size. Yeah. I mean, like I personally am not a dev, but the guy who started the ordinals meetup IRL that I went to for the first time last week in West Hollywood I, I told him my concerns about the file being too big. And he said through recursion and through just talking to devs that they could help me because I told them, I said, you know, Violetta said she spent a grand on just getting the file down and I'm not going to spend that kind of money to get the file down. You know, I think that's silly. Where so, is she spending her money that you could get it way lower without spending that? I feel like that's a lot. Well, but she minted pretty early on, you know, so I don't think, I don't even, I think she said that they didn't even have recursion at the time. No, they didn't. When she was doing it, but it's just like, I mean, like I wasn't going to do it at that time, you know, for a couple of reasons, like, and the cost being like a big one. And I, in my mind thought, oh, I should do my premiere on ETH first. But now I'm like, no, I actually think it's probably better to do ordinals first because I can you know, capitalize on the Christmas limited edition mentality. But that's just my personal journey. I mean, anybody else do whatever the fuck you want. But like, I think she just wanted to get on ordinals bad when it was like early on, but I just wasn't going to spend that kind of fucking money. I don't care. But since I had somebody that, you know, assured me that I wouldn't have to spend that kind of money and he knew plenty of devs and he's the one that started our meetup IRL in West Hollywood. You know, I mean, I, I feel pretty confident about that. And he does a lot of Twitter spaces. So, I mean, like, I really think you should at least come to our spaces one time and you can at least talk to Ed on spaces because he's the one that knows the people. And he was so excited about our meetup that he wants it to grow. And we're not only going to do it every week, but it'll be turned. He wants to turn it into a bigger event. And I, I agree bigger, like, let like because the culture already in Ordinal's the fact that our first meetup, we had almost 100 people that showed up, I'd say that's telling us that the culture is strong, like really strong already. But yeah, I mean, like, did, if you want me to send you a link to their spaces that they're doing later today or just have you follow Satributes, which yeah, is- Yeah, no, please, please send me a link. Because I, yeah. I, I know that like the ordinal spaces have so much alpha in them, like more than like other spaces I've been to. Um, like, cause I've, I've pulled up like one or two. I'm like, damn, they are fucking spilling alpha. They are. Okay. So here's the link to, oh, this is our meetup. This is a link to Satchibute. So you can follow. He's got the devs. He's got the connections. He's the one who started our, our meetup. He's the founder of it. He doesn't even live in LA, but he doesn't care. He wants to keep it going. And some of the other organizers, I personally went up to them and said, I will help you keep this going. So look at us. Like, can you see we're having fun? Like I'm the one in the dress. <laughs> yeah, this is fire. So, and he basically, he's starting this meetup and then he also is, has like a team that helps artists mint. Yeah, I see the on-chain monkey, that's fire. Yeah, I know people that are in that, but then if you scroll down, you'll see they have a space today called Ordinals Are Dead and that's hosted by the Ordinots Project. And of course I know people that are doing that LA we get to know a couple of people um 
so yeah, I mean, like, so if you want to set a reminder for their space later or just, you know, follow anywhere you can see um, Ed, AKA Satributes, like it's, 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 a, it's cool. And you can see he got a lot of footage of our first meetup which I think is cool. And yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll let you talk because yeah, I, yeah. footage like is no, no, I want you to keep going. Cause this is incredible alpha footage is like also something that's so essential that is so slept on. Um, it is so important for growth because people want to feel like they were there, you know? Yeah. And I want, I want you, I want you as part of our community. And just so you know, I am not telling every dipshit to join the ordinals community. Like I realize that, eventually there will be some more bad actors in there but right now i can honestly say there isn't bad actors that are part of that community and i want to keep it as many good actors in there as possible because one thing that's not talked about a lot is how it doesn't have to be too many but if a community lets a few bad actors do whatever the hell they want and doesn't keep them in line how it can destroy a community. And you're saying, well, how do you know about this? Well, I'm going to keep the names out, but I'll just say I've watched another community get wrecked because leadership puts people in charge that don't have any fucking manners. And then people of the, and then people in the community started complaining to me thinking that I can do something about it because I was so involved. Everyone thought I was the community manager, which is hilarious because I'm not, you know, but it's like, you know, if I can't do anything about it, right, about some of these bad actors that are really upsetting people in the community and causing them not to come back. And it's like, because I'll be like, oh, so why haven't you come back? Oh, well, because blah, 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 blah. If you don't keep some of these bad actors in line and just let them do whatever the hell they want, watch your community fall apart, just like I'm watching it fall apart. So with ordinals, I feel really, I feel really confident in the leadership that's running it, which is why I want to help them. And I swear to God, like, I do feel comfortable telling these people, I'm not going to talk about every little fucking personal beef, but if I feel like somebody in there is, you know, upsetting a lot of community members with their behavior, I will, I'll talk to the person first, you know, but if that person isn't going to like stop their behavior, I don't, I will tell leadership because I know that they care enough about their community to not let a few bad actors destroy it, that they will, you know, want to keep these people in line. It's not about banning them. It's just about making sure that they're behaving in a way that makes people feel welcome to come to the community, not pissing people off. Fuck. Yeah. So I'm trying to understand it a little more. They're just, they're creating, they just want to create a, another community around ordinals. Right. And they're also going to be along with that, putting on like IRL events. Um, What's like their, what's like the founder's background? Um, Satributes? He, yeah. He owns an AR company. Oh, shit. And he, I mean, it's a really cool experience. So he's always demoing his product when we're there, when we're there. And he's, you know, showing us how they use it with the tech. And it's kind of, and it's cool because I've seen a lot of AR where you can just use it with your phone. But what's cool about this is it's like he has special screens that you can do the AR experience on and depending on what angle you view the art from, or it's like, it's like interactive. I'm just saying it's art, you know, you're going to get different angles of it, but like, yeah. So I think a lot of, you know, his, his coolness comes from the fact that he's really like innovating that product. But that's the thing about ordinals. Like if you think about the people that are drawn to it, it's innovators. 
I'm convincing a friend of mine to, uh, I was like, I don't want you to wait around for some other company to publish your audiovisual book. I was like, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but it's just like, why wait around? I said, you, cause he already knows with the technology, he can make an entire book, a collection, and then you can just make each chapter an NFT, you know, whatever it makes the most sense. But like, I'm trying to be respectful and not say who some of these people are. But I was like, why do you think they wouldn't? Why, why do you think they wouldn't be welcoming? I'd be like, you'd be like the first audiovisual book on Bitcoin. They would love that, you know? So just like, just fucking do it. Like, I'm just, I, I just, I love the innovation, you know? I mean, obviously I love what Violetta did, you, you know? But I mean, there's, my God, there's a guy right now inscribing a fucking piano on Bitcoin. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. It's amazing. <laughs> Wait, what does that even mean? <laughs> Like a, I don't even really understand it. Like I can find you his profile, but it's it's so ridiculous the people that they're doing on there. But I think part of the reason why they're so hardcore on encouraging innovation is because if they're not, then how can they rationalize, you know, trying to market to the collector mentality, which is we are the first, we are innovators, you know. And if they don't encourage that, like how are they going to encourage people to spend a lot of money? Right. Because art and music on Bitcoin is a fairly new use of it before it was just used for money, as you know. And so it pissed a lot of people off that they started using it for other things. But like they've got to find a niche to get people to be part of the community. And like that's a really good niche. A friend of mine, he said that Ethereum used to be like that a couple of years ago. But that's just not so much in general part of the culture. But there they're just like, hey, you got something new. You're doing something different. Bring it to us. That's their whole fucking attitude. Do you want me to pin that guy who's making, who's inscribing the piano on there? Oh yeah, pin it all. This is alpha. Yeah, this is ordinals are so wild. I, 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 I to be honest, I if there wasn't a file size limit, I'd like it more than NFTs on ETH um, because the file size limit, I'm like kind of in the middle. Um, but I fuck, I love what ordinals are about. I love the immutability of it. I mean, it just makes it like it's going to be there after we're gone. Like unless or until Bitcoin blows up, it's going to be there. And sorry, I can't, I'm having a hard time finding him. I don't know that he's, I hope he's not fucking shadow banned because if he's shadow banned, it's going to take me a while to find his profile. Oh, I hate that. The search ban. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I was talking to myself and I was on mute. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been shadow banned again. <laughs> so I think he's shadow banned because I can't find him. So that's annoying. Um, <sighs> what have you learned about uh, if you don't use recursion and you mint, you know, the whole thing on one block? What have you heard about how big you can get a song like the file size? I really don't know. Okay. Like, I'm, I would I'm not, assume you can get it up to like two megabytes. Um, the art makes it hard too, though. It's such I mean, a it's, it's hard, but it doesn't matter. Like, I know people that feel confident that this can be done, you know. So, I don't know. Maybe if you have a shorter mm -hmm. piece, maybe that would be the smartest thing to put True. on coordinates first, you know, and less instruments. That was another thing that Violetta said. She's like, it was just me and my guitar. And then I put a plug in, you know, some kind of telephone plug in to give it more of like a, a retro sound. Um, and then the video was pretty simple. 
you know, but like maybe you have some acoustic version of one of your songs that only goes on ordinals. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you want to do personally. For me, the collection I'm going to put on there, it's a specific style of music that I don't, that I will not put on any other chain. It's only going to be on Bitcoin. Nobody else can buy it from any other fucking chain and it'll only be on ordinals. But like, I don't know, like, you know, what your angle is. If you want to, if, if you want to be like, oh, well, this acoustic version of this piece is only on ordinals or I don't know. Yeah, my angle would be know. like, this is the first like full production song. I'd like to be able to, I know we've talked about being the first and like, we maybe disagree on it partially, but we also agree on it. Like it doesn't totally matter, but I think there is value to it. Um, and I know like Violetta kind of has that claim. So if I'm able to get like some fully produced song up there, um, I'd love to be able to do that. You feel me? You should. You, 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 I mean, I mean, fully produced. Okay. How about this? Okay. Cause it's not going to be me, you know, you should be the first music video. Like that's my alpha for you. Can you be the first music video on there? Mine is going to be a music NFT and it's not going to be like, I'm not going to claim, Oh my God, it's the first song on ordinals. Cause it's not, that was Violetta. And then there was another guy who came out before her who did the first instrumental music. But like mine will be the first of its style on Bitcoin. And that's like my whole marketing plug. Exactly. Maybe, I love that. Maybe love yours that. should be the first, the first fully produced music video. So that would take recur that would need recursion, right? Yeah. But like maybe you should be, maybe you should be the very first music video. Like shit, I'll do produced. both. <laughs> huh? I'll do both. Fuck it. <laughs> One song with just a piece of art that's fully produced and then a music video. Dude, go, go bold start start with the music video you for sure i mean special. i want to do the ordinal probably before i remint like my collection um because it's going to bring a whole new collector group in and i i probably would do it like violetta where she hasn't even put it up for sale yet and that's probably going to be my angle i thought that was a great idea by her oh yeah don't put it up for sale uh, yeah and make sure it's a music video that you don't want to have on any other chains yeah, I mean, the No Nut November one would probably be perfect, like Bounce, because it's got a story and stories sell. It just adds a whole nother element to the art. Oh, my God. Yeah, sell that as a performance art piece. The whole video where you're talking about No Nut November. I wonder what it would, I wonder what it would, would, what it would cost to, um, so like my music video for Bounce, where that meme came from, I mean, like a full music video, full resolutions, like, you know, like one to four, like gigabytes. So with recursion, that would, I mean, you'd have to, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, you might end up spending some money, but I mean, if you. Which is fine. If I can tell the story. If you can tell the story, fine. And also make sure that you think like I'm thinking, which is you want to throw in something that's Christmassy to, you know, like limited edition utility items. You know, um, I'm still working on that. As a matter of fact, I need to go to a manufacturing place today that my neighbor recommended me to go to because I said I wanted to have some things to go with my ordinal that were limited edition Christmas items that people can only if they if they purchase this ordinal at Christmas time, it's the only time that they can get this other item, you know, so I think go for it. It's Christmas, you know, um, 
yeah, I mean, like, so take advantage of the scarcity of the mentality, get into your Christmas mindset, like, it's a good consumerism holiday. Um, but yeah, I think it should be you to be the first, you, it should be Maxwell Aiden, the very first fully produced music video on Ordinals. Yeah, I mean, that would be badass, honestly. You're perfect for it because you have a music <laughs> video ready to go. Oh, yeah, I got a bunch. You got, and you've got good ones. I mean, and you put a lot of work into yeah. your music videos. Don't you feel like some whale needs to collect it oh, yeah. for at oh, least for 50 sure. grand? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, these videos cost, I mean, shit, Care No More costs, I don't know, 30 grand. You know what I mean? It, it, and I had an amazing team, and that adds to it, right? Like the, director did like bad and bougie and he like hooked me up you know he didn't really charge me his fee because we're homies now and um he did broccoli bad and bougie i mean he works with every major rapper and and again that is only a value add it's a value add we have recursion now so even if it costs you a pretty little penny it's not going to cost like it did before recursion came out and when i tell you i know really smart people that can make this shit happen. I do. I do. I'm not, and I'm not, it's not, to, it, I'm not saying this just to like be a show off. It's I'm saying this as a place of Maxwell, you can make this happen. And let you me don't, yeah, you me. don't sound like a show off at all. You just sound like you're giving alpha. Oh, no, because sometimes it feels like, Oh my God. Am I, I don't ever think you sound like being a show off. There's some people do, but I don't ever think that. Because you're just Aww. like spilling your guts. When you just spill your guts, like if someone wants to say that's showing off, I, I think it's stupid. I mean, everyone has their own opinions, but personally, I don't think that at all. I'm a, sh I'm a show off a lot of times, so I try not to be. <laughs> well, it's, I think, you know, it's good to have friends that will flex for you. Like, and, 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 and not because you asked them to, but just like, it just starts happening. And so it's like, like I did, like, that's another thing. I have to get that up today and tag you. So you'll be like, oh yeah, she's not lying. She really did talk about me on that live podcast on Twitch, you know? But like, I think it's better when, when people start flexing for you, because if you think about all the big CEOs at a certain point, they don't have to flex for themselves. They got other people doing oh, it for them. Oh, that's the most important thing. I mean, that's why people hire community managers. If someone else is in a room talking about you and you're not there, it's called social proof. And social proof is like the ideal marketing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it, it needs to be you. Like, I don't like, I mean, it's, it's, it's perfect that it should be you. Because who else has put so much work into music videos and is somebody that I like? There is, I'm not going to say there aren't a couple of grifters that have music videos. Um, but like, I am definitely not going to be encouraging the fucking grifter to do that shit. No, just let that dumbass think that Bitcoin is a dying community. That's fine. I ain't going to encourage them. But I need you to get on it because I don't want like some of these people that are bad people to be like, well, you know, I could be the first music video on Ordinals. No, that spot belongs to Maxwell. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm being really kind of almost borderline bitchy right now <laughs> a little oh, too you're bullish, fucking on it, it needs to be you you're on it <laughs> i think you're dead ass on it um, <laughs> the show is called ordinals are dead by the way the one another podcast that my friend is on we oh you're gonna love troy um troy was so funny um but yeah they have a show ordinals are dead <laughs> sorry 
I mean, it's just a clever shill, right? I mean, even if the volume's down, it's going to come back up for the bear market. The fact that there was even like, it was bullish from like, I don't know, February to like October or no, maybe August, September is crazy that that was happening in a, in a, in a bear market. Yeah. And, and uh, plus you're being a real artist. Like it just proves that you're not afraid to mint and take risks, even though it's a bull market, you know, but like getting in and starting to come of these spaces so that the community knows you and the community will promote you is like smart. And they are supportive in a way that communities aren't. Because when I came to Ed with my problem, I was like, I'm worried. My file's too big. Don't worry. I'll help you with that. Sorry, I'm making fun of him. But that's how he talks. You'll, you'll, you'll hear him later today. <laughs> and, and, and they will. And one of the guys who's one of the main organizers, that's Troy. I've known Troy IRL for over a year now. Like, he's honorable. He's a he's, he's good, solid fucking person. And like, and one of my dudes that I brought on, that I onboarded to Ordinals was like, oh my God, Troy called me back right away. And we had a meeting right away. And I'm like, yeah, it's Troy. Okay. Like I know this motherfucker. He's a G. Of course he's on it. Of course he's professional. Although that's why I introduced you to him. Okay. Come on. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah. This is how I figured out how it works is it, it, the recursion is that it's like daisy chained and it's on a bunch of other, um, a bunch of other blocks that all points to one, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. But yeah, you have the links. So whenever you can start showing up to some of their spaces, actually, there's another guy who does art spaces. And I, I don't think that he is, if he's fucking shadow banned too, I'm going to be really ticked right now. Because then I'm just going to feel like they are trying to like, like, why the fuck are all my friends shadow banned? And, not, and I'm going to get annoyed in a minute. Uh, what the fuck? I can't find this guy either. Now I'm getting pissed. But you know what? Like, he's in one of my DM groups. So I can just look for him in the DM group. And you can see that he he hosts different, like, art on Bitcoin spaces as well. So I'm going to go ahead and look for you for that right now. Because I'm pretty sure he's in one of my DM groups. I just have to look. <sighs> yeah, I'm trying to look through... Um trying to find the fees it's probably just an a sum of like every block that you had to inscribe on yeah let me just see here da, 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 da. i don't see him in this group and why i don't i don't know but i'm seeing other people that are part of that community in there you know what i think i might have retweeted one of his spaces so let me check my feed so I can turn you on to the guy who just does like art on Bitcoin spaces, but he's also in ordinals. I just, I may be scrolling for a while before I find it. Don't get mad. Oh, here we go. No, no, no. Oh, here's the guy who does the piano. I found him in my feed, even though he's been fucking shadow banned. So here's the guy who's inscribing the piano. And then I'll go down and I'll find the other guy who does art on Bitcoin spaces for you. Cause I'm pretty sure I can find him. Cause I'm pretty sure I retweeted. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, here we go. Yes. This guy. Oh, I didn't spell his name right. That's why we couldn't find him. Okay. So I'm going to pin this to the top. So Prism, cool guy. I never met him IRL, but like um, he had, he's done spaces where Violetta's on there and, you know, she was singing. So Prism and then 8-Bit is the guy who's doing, who's inscribing the piano, um, which is so fucking dope. So yeah, I, I hope I've, 
given you enough links. To yeah, stuff. it's so wild. The fact that he's inscribing a piano is freaking insane. It's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. How innovative is that, too? So creative. I mean, if that doesn't sell for a shit ton, I mean, like, fuck that. <laughs> it probably cost him a ton of money, too. Well, yeah, but some of these people, they, they understand the value of what they're doing, you know. So we are early to get into this, but I'm, I'm glad I wasn't too early because I wasn't going to spend a stupid amount of money, you know, because Violetta was talking about the money she spent just to get the file down. That doesn't include the gas fees that she spent money on, you know. So for me, it's like I understand we're in business and we need to spend money on ourselves and invest in ourselves. But there's a line for me as to how much I'm going to spend before I'm actually making enough sales to rationalize spending so much money. And that, that goes for everything. It's not just like where I'm going to mint, but it's just like, I limit, I had to limit how much I was spending on creative tools too, because of course you want to buy everything. You want the latest DAW, you want the latest synthesizer, blah, 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 blah. But as a friend of mine said last night, you know, I'm sorry. Um, Tez, you know, I'm making fun of, uh, one of our, my, he's basically my co-host. Um, but he, he'd always be like, you know, some people, they think they need the most expensive camera. They don't, you know, um, no, that's how he really talks. And obviously he's part of ourselves too, but I think there's something to be said for, you know, trying to be as creative as you can without spending the bank. And cause especially you won't have appreciation for things that are more expensive if you can't learn to be creative with things that are, you know, less expensive. And now that recursion has become a thing, like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm down to figure this out, you know? And it's all good, you know? Um, and, and every artist's journey is personal, you know? Some people, if they feel like it's the right thing, you know, to, to start minting on a different chain or they know because they have a vision for their career that they're just going to spend a bit more money on something right at that point in time. You know what? They trust their gut. Let them fucking do it. But like, I think that's kind of the beauty of Web3 in general is that we are kind of on our own journey and we can use other people's marketing tactics and whatnot for inspiration. But then we have to personalize that to what actually feels right for us, you know, for where we're at in our journey and for what we personally want to accomplish, period. You're on a fucking roll. <laughs> so can you, so I saw that one space about ordinals, but I'm assuming there's a few. Do you have like some of the other, um, some of the other spaces that you would go to, or would you just start with? Yeah, the you need to follow Troy. I'm going to put, oh God, I'm, I know you're probably going to want to erase some of these later after the space and that's fine. But if you follow Troy, okay, Troy just posted something that he was part of. He is so bullish on the community. I need to give you his profile. So Troy, I've known IRL for over a year. Honorable as fuck. And he's the founder of that um, that community, right? No, he's not the founder. It's Ed, the first one, Satributes, that I pinned to the top. Okay. With, he's the one that founded the IRL movement in the community. That was Ed's idea. But Troy is the one that was so bullish, he got me into ordinals. And I've known him for a while, but if it wasn't for this guy that I just pinned to the top, I wouldn't even be in ordinals. But because I, you know, I trust Troy. That was the reason why I started getting into it, you know, in the first place was because of him. So if you follow Troy and put notifications on, I think that's another 
you know, good way to, to go about it. I mean, and he's just, he's such, he's such a good guy. And he does the, or he's on the ordinals or dead show every week. Um, he's basically the host for that. So you do, you should be following Troy. Your life will be so much better when you know Troy. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. He, I'm looking on his profile and it was someone inscribed ordinals are dead show. And I literally saw that yesterday. And I didn't know that was him. No, that's, that's, that's my homie. Hell like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I personally told Troy when Ed goes back to the islands where he lives and then, cause Ed's only, Ed comes to LA a lot, but he doesn't live here. But I said, when Ed goes back, I said, I will personally be one of the people to help you keep this thing going every week. And we're going to make it bigger and we're going to blow it the fuck up. I mean, that's what Ed wants anyways. Ed wants to make it a bigger deal and get, and get people involved, get sponsors involved to make it a bigger deal because we're going to need to grow the community. And if this is going to be big, we have to start with a strong community in LA first, but then we obviously need to like, you know, help encourage the start of other communities in other places other than Los Angeles. But where, but Ed who started this knew this was a good place to start it because the IRL, you know, people that are in ordinals that are already here, it's, it's, we're already a pretty fucking strong group as it is, but we need to grow period. Yeah, this is badass. Honestly. So he posted the um ordinatus space you're telling me about. And then um I don't know if that um is the actual name. And then he did Bitcoin Whales. Yeah, ordin ordinats and then he retweeted Bitcoin Whales. So those are maybe two good ones to start pulling up to at first. All of these are good. I show up to the ordinats ones or and also because I'm in some group chats with Troy, like usually when he puts something in the group chat, if I can make it, I go, you know, um, but yeah, that's like a whole nother. Yeah. Have you heard of like, I think bit God is like one of the big ordinal thought leaders. Bro, he is one of the leaders in our community IRL. He doesn't live that far away from me. We've had dinner together. With do you like him? I do. Um, I think, it, I think his real name is like Daryl. I'm sorry if I forgot. It's either Daryl or David. That's horrible that I can't remember his real name because everyone calls him Bit God. But like, yeah, of course I know Bit God. You know, um, he's he was he's been in the last couple of episodes of Choice Ordinals or Dead Show. He's really nice, and yeah, he's he's a local. But I don't. I'm going to be real with you. I don't know him as well as Troy. I've only known him for a few months. Whereas Troy, like I said, I've known Troy since last July. Bet. Yeah, because I, I didn't know since he's such a big influencer if he was kind of a if he was legit or like a bad actor. I'd, I'd been on one or two of his spaces and he seemed legit. I think he used to host spaces. I don't see any here now, but um, that's really good to know. No, he, no, I honestly, I don't. As far as I know, no, he's not. Oh, yeah, you can see at the top. He's he's in that show. Ordinals are dead with Troy in the middle. And then there's King Batoshi on the left. Oh, he's cute. He's a little Gen Z. Um, <laughs> it's funny when I call Gen Z cute, you know, it's me dating myself a little. But yeah, I mean, like, he's not a fucking grifter. Like, he's cool. You know, a lot of people know him. I, but I was just shocked when I met him. I was like, oh, my God, like, he's got so many fucking followers and shit. But like, he's cool. You know, I mean, like, and I told him what I wanted to drop on ordinals before I told Ed. And he's like, don't worry, we got some dips. We'll help you make it happen. It'll be fine. 
That's so do that's so dope that they're down to help like that. Well, I mean, they know you're legit and they're you're there for the right reason. So like you said, like community and culture pushes community pushes forward the culture that then brings on more adoption and they understand that everyone has to help each other in that sense. I I, I, I get I get scared for the day when that changes because it will happen at some point. Well, it already has happened in one of the communities that I used to go to religiously. And, you know, now I'm only going to hit them up maybe once or twice a month. But as soon as the ordinals community is really flourishing, this particular community I'm referring to, I will probably drop out completely, you know, because I just. Is this the thing that the person tried to rub you on? I was going to. Oh, that's another. That's another thing. But I was going to ask for an update on that. Did you take him out? (laughs) Oh, I talked to someone who uh, is getting a lawyer on it to help me. And. Um, I'm helping them by connecting them with another project and ordinals is one of the projects I connected them to. Um, cause I said, I don't have got money for that shit right now, but he's got a lawyer looking into it. Um, lawyer from two different countries actually. So if it works out great, you know, I mean, and I hope so because I, my private equity investor, my favorite one, he's a cool guy. I feel not as bad for me because you know, I never invested money in the company, but like if this if if this investor is going to work with me again, I better try to get his money back. You know, so I'm doing everything I can. I mean, obviously, there's no guarantees, but like now that I've got somebody with now that I've got a lawyer on it and they're tracking this motherfucker and everything and seeing what he's doing because the coin is live and it's on coin gecko. You know, um, hopefully, you know, that gets sorted out. I will not be working for this project anymore. But I just want real money. Like, don't give me fake money, bitch. Like, I know you think I'm stupid. I may be naive on certain things, but like, I'm not as fucking stupid as I look. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, so he like, um, he, you talked to him and he didn't send you anything back? Or oh, well, I mean, my other friend who told me to talk to this guy, because he said, well, maybe it was a mistake, right? Maybe he was being ADD and just sent you coins on the test net. But I actually have screenshots of my my conversation with him where I said, did you mean to do that on purpose? And he said, yeah, I did. You know, and when I found out that he purposely sent me fake money, that's when I started screenshotting everything, you know, um, sending the links to the gecko, you know, posting, you know, pictures of like the fake money in my test net, any kind of evidence that I could send to help him find this guy and track him down and then see if we can do something about it. And I'm sorry if I'm, am I helping at this point? Yeah, know? no, I want, I mean, we're this community. I want an update. That's fucked up. Oh, that's but, I mean, it, it happens, right? Like yeah. the yeah. fucked up thing about it is I met the guy who tried to rug me. I met him IRL. It's not like I just met some weirdo from another foreign country online. It was somebody I knew IRL. And to find out that somebody IRL had rugged me or was trying to rug me like that was just like, I don't know. It just it just feels a whole new level of weird when it's someone you knew in person versus just some weirdo that you met on the Internet. Yeah, that takes audacity. To, to do that. Well, but it's just like it's it's audacity. But like I thought, well, maybe he's just sexist at first. I was like, because what if he didn't do it to my private equity guy? But then when I found out that he did it to my private equity investor, who's also who's a man, I was like, OK, this isn't like a sexist thing. You know, he really just thinks that we're both fucking stupid 
And, you know, I, and I'm just like, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let my, um, my private equity guy get rugged. I got to fight this as much as I can. Anyhow, fondue is here. Let's say hello to fondue and I will shut up for just a little bit. Hi guys. Good morning. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. How are you doing, brother? You know, just doing all the Thanksgiving prep. Um, I'm in charge of desserts for uh, we're going over to a buddy's place. I guess there's like 16 people going to this. So it's like I can't even do like minimal dessert. Like I got to bring trays of freaking dessert. So, yeah, I, uh, I've been spending the last two days kind of figuring out what I want to do. And then, of course, I had everything decided what I wanted to do. And my buddy whose house we're going to sent me these two recipes and you know he's like you know that's i was just thinking about like something like this and i was like man this fucker because he'll be disappointed right if i don't show up with at least one of them so then i had to add more things to my list this morning and uh so now i got one two so now i got three different desserts i'm bringing and i guess i mean i don't know is like sweet potato casserole kind of a dessert too like it's got marshmallows. I mean, I guess it has potatoes, but it's got marshmallows and shit. Oh, that's one of them. Dude, I know that one. That's definitely like an in the middle. That's that's for like this, the the more savory people. Like I'm not a dessert guy, but so that's got some salt in it. You feel me? I don't know, dude. That is desserty. That's it's, desserty. It's desserty, but so I yeah. don't know. Four desserts, five desserts. I, I don't know what I'm doing at this point, but are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I've got like here's the thing. So I learned a few that are super simple, right? And this is why I was doing it. So I learned some that are like, hey, layer this crap in a pan and throw it in the oven for three minutes and it's ready. And I was like, Yeah, that's my kind of stuff right there. I don't want to have to like you know, the thing he sent me was like, here, here's how to make your own pie crust. I'm like, yo, I ain't making my own pie crust. So, you know, I bought a pie crust. I'm going to do a pumpkin pie for him. It's like a bourbon, some kind of bourbon creme, like creme brulee type pie thing. So that'll be interesting. We'll see how that turns out. But yeah, the other stuff is like, oh, take these cinnamon rolls, layer the bottom of the pan, then cover it with like cream cheese and then these like blueberry toppings and then cover it with this unmixed cake mix and top that with butter slices and throw that in the oven and it comes out and it's like a it's like a pie crumble oh my god it looks so good so i was like all right i'm gonna do those for sure um and then i'm doing i i do a uh now i guess it's a relatively famous caramelized onion dip um that i like found a recipe last thanksgiving and it it's always demolished whenever I make it. So I'm going to make some of that for the, uh, for them as well. Um, and then that's it. But it's like, I'm also doing the, uh, the sweet potato casserole is going to be a smoked sweet potato casserole. So I'm going to smoke the sweet potatoes before I, uh, casserole them. It's, it's going to be phenomenal. Oh, dude, that sounds so fucking good. Yo, um, holy shit. And why are you not inviting me over? Yo, CZ just stepped down. <laughs> oh my god, that's not we... surprising. They're they're in trouble, bro. Finance is in trouble. Yeah, this make. We'll see how Bitcoin holds right now. Holy shit! And then the fucking Kraken stuff yesterday. They'll be fine though, because the coin like Coinbase got through all that. They're fine, but Binance. Oh my gosh. They're going to they said they're going to pay the fee. They can't. I don't think they can afford to pay the fee. 
Wow. This is nuts. They you agreed. Post it to the top. Yeah, I'm gonna post. Trying to find a good one to post to the top. I I I don't want to post any news about them paying the fee because it looks like um it, like some people say it's about to get like litigated, but some people say that they're paying it. So I like there's definitely not fully vetted information out, but it looks completely vetted that he's stepping down. I mean, every single person that I consider to trust is doing it. Wow. Farouk tweeted, CZ took one for the team. All right. I After this space, definitely doing some reading on this. This is crazy. Oh, my God. They, I mean, it's pumping, man, and they're coming for it again. Crazy shit. Oh, shit, bro. Yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I'm a believer that the more they come for it, the harder it's going to pump. Oh, for well, mm, depends. I, I, I'm 50 50 on that. I, I, it's so unpredictable, dude. I think it's well, pumping. I, I think we've seen that more times than not. We've definitely seen saying, the opposite. Like the economy, the economy everywhere is in the shitter and it has been pumping. So, <laughs> well, that's important too because it's finally decoupling. It, it wasn't when we in 2022 it had not decoupled no. from like the SP. You know, I think it should be you. Yeah, no, it should be you. I don't know. I think Meta. I don't know if Meta knows she's unmuted. Oh shit! Am I talking to myself? <laughs> well, you're talking to somebody. We we don't know who it is. <laughs> Sorry. It's the AI boyfriend. <laughs> Could have been my alien boyfriend or my AI generated alien boyfriend. And sorry, guys. Sometimes I accidentally turn it off and I'm talking to people or whatever the fuck and. Thanks for letting me know. Fondue always lets me know. I always got you. I always got you, Meta. Because you never know. Here's the thing, right? I would want someone to tell me. Because, like, what if I was saying something that I didn't necessarily want the world to hear? You know? So, like, I like to, I like to, like, just at least plug it in. Like, hey, you're hot, Mike. And just FYI. All right. So, I need to hear quick. What are we thankful for? What are you fondue dessert having to do five different desserts? <laughs> okay, no, I'm I'm not thankful for that at all. Um, this is this is like I'm thankful that I don't have to cook all of Thanksgiving dinner, which is what I did last year. Um, so I'm very thankful. Then you cook you cook like that, bro. I'm I, I so my Fuck my family yeah. had a cooking business when I was growing up, and it's not to say that they like taught me directly. They were like, oh, here, come learn this. But my family was always cooking stuff at home, so like I picked up a lot of things. Um, yeah, I'm I'm known to uh, I'm known to do pretty well in the kitchen. And I tend to volunteer myself also because I'm like ah, I don't really like I don't really want to rely on certain other people's cooking because it often is not that good. Um, and I have like that's how you know you're good. Yeah, it's <laughs> I like have two I, friends who are really good that feel the same way. Yeah, it's like I'd rather just do the work and people are always like, oh, you don't have to do all this. I'm like, yeah, I do, because otherwise I'm not going to be stoked about what I'm eating. And I'd rather us all just love what we're eating. So um, you took the next Shiba Fest? <laughs> I, yeah. I, so, yeah, no, I'm not doing all of that. <laughs> but, uh, so I, will, I, I would definitely volunteer myself to do something because I do. Like I said, I do enjoy like, I do enjoy cooking. I do enjoy the look on people's faces when they're like, oh, my God, this is fucking so delicious. Um, 
But it's stressful as hell to cook like a huge meal for a lot of people. You know, it's like super stressful. Um, yeah. So, no, I mean, there's certain things that I, I've got some specialties that I like to do. You know, lately I've been, you know, we got it. We got this smoker last Thanksgiving because I wanted to smoke my turkey and it came out so good and I've used it for a lot. I've done a bunch of briskets. I, I smoke our chicken breasts. I smoke our steaks. Like I smoke kind of everything now, but yeah, it's uh, oh, dude, you're going crazy. My dad, my dad did the same thing last uh, Thanksgiving. That's funny. He got a smoker and, and I, I like fried turkey the most. I think my buddy did that this year for our Friendsgiving, but smoked is definitely a close number two for me. Yeah, but I, fried is really hard. You can I've fuck had, it up so easy. Yeah, and you can die. Like you're not gonna die from from smoking a turkey. You know, like your, your fryer could explode. You could set your house on fire. Kind of like no, no, no. Uh, I shouldn't laugh at that. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's this is the problem. Like certain things are true, and that makes them a little funnier because that means that somebody's done it. Um, Quote yeah. tweet. This is the problem. Certain things are true. <laughs> um yeah no but the smoker like my my girl ryan's like she was like uh if we get this smoker like are you actually gonna use it or are you just gonna use it to cook this turkey and then we're never gonna see the light of day again because like that's a pretty big price to pay for for one one time a year and so i've really made sure that i got the most out of that um yeah i don't know i do some i I, I, I'm very, so lots of people like to follow recipes, right? Like I'm not really much of a recipe follower. Like I'll get like the idea. Yeah, that's how you know you're good. That's how yeah, is. I get the idea and then I play around with it. And sometimes it turns out like amazing. And there's a, the occasion where I'm, I don't know. I, usually the occasions that I'm like, no, nah, this wasn't good. People are like, no, 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 it was great. I'm like, nah, it wasn't what I was going for. Like, this isn't good. Um, so, you know, it, it just depends, but. Yeah, I know by all the things you're saying, that's exactly what my friends and Bree's a really great cook too. And my friends who are good, uh, I never say her name on spaces. Um, my friends who uh, are good cooks, they say the same thing. I'm sitting over here like, dude, this is fucking gas. And they're like, eh, it's mid. I'm like, okay, whatever. But then when they say it's good, it's fucking elite. <laughs> yeah well and that's i i don't know i just i can always judge by people's faces right away so like i know when they're lying to me and i know when they're not and i haven't had anybody really like flat out lie to me but i've definitely had times where like i'm eating it and i'm like yo guys don't don't play with me all right like this clearly isn't good this potato's clearly undercooked like come on don't don't mess with me here but they're like, but everything else was so good, so it's fine. I'm like, no, that is not acceptable. Like, you can't have, you know, part of the dish not be on the same level. I love it, dude. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I, go ahead. No, nah, I was just going to continue the I'm thankful. Um, you know, I'm thankful for all you guys. And I'm thankful for finding Web3 and Twitter spaces eight months ago. And, you know, thankful to my other half for making it all possible. And, you know, like literally making it possible for me to spend all day on spaces and commit 100% to the music that I'm doing. And so, yeah, I, I got I got nothing to be unthankful for. That's for sure. Dude, I love that last part. It's so that's such an important thing. People don't people don't understand some sacrifices that like loved one loved ones make, and that's um 
That's super cool to hear. We're definitely all going to get that answer too, right? About like Web3 and, and finding it in the new music industry. And it's genuine. That's, that, that's the problem with that answer. It's like, it's true. Like, I'm going to say the same thing. So I got to think of something different real quick too. Oh, I got there first. I love it. I, I love getting there first. That's the, <laughs> that's the key. Um, no, yeah, yeah, you, you got it first. It's hard not to be thankful for that. Like I'm getting, I'm going to Art Basel in a couple weeks to go meet a bunch of people IRL that I haven't met and and see some people that I have met. And it's like, yeah, life is freaking awesome right now. You know, the only pain in my ass is this fur ball that's laying next to me that keeps whining for no reason. You know, that's and even I'm even thankful for him, but he's he's uh, he's going back through some kind of hormone phase right now, and so he's really been wound up the last few days. Dude, fucking dogs, man. Oh my gosh, I love it. Uh, it's funny you were talking about real quick about like when you know people are lying to you uh, about like cooking. And uh, my buddy Mike, whose wedding I was at this weekend, ironically, he's the best cook too. And I've, you know, we've known each other since first grade. And we're not, like at this point, like every friend group like kind of takes on different. Um, I guess relationships within the friends and Mike and I are like the brothers, you know what I mean? Like we'll fucking fight, like act, like actually fight. And, uh, and it has gotten physical and no one else is allowed to touch him. You feel me? It's like, that's my brother. Brothers are allowed to fight each other, but brothers are also extremely loyal. And the second that anyone comes at him, fuck no, you know what I mean? And so he's the cook. And so I've finally taken the role on of like, when he cooks, like for Thanksgiving, for example, I'm like, mm, dude, turkey a lot drier than last year. 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10 on the crust. But, you know, last year you set such a high bar because you had a fiance about, you know, how you cook that turkey. You know, you're, you're off by about two points. And he's like, I knew it. And he appreciates it, right? Because he knows that it's still like, I still think it's gas. But, you know, I'm like, there was two years ago where he got a little lazy with it. I'm like, dude, you got to level this up. <laughs> and then the next year it was like the, it was literally the best turkey I'd ever had. And I'm like, hey, accountability, baby. That's how we make each other stronger. <laughs> so that's a brother. A brother will, will, critique, will, will critique, you know. Oh, man, we had, we had a good weekend. I'm, you can tell my voice is gone. It's Tuesday. <laughs> and it's still gone. Like, I'm married on Friday, and then we had the dogs game on Saturday. And they just did their their wedding really right you know what i mean like they did it on a friday to save money but it's also football season so they were able to get everyone together on that next saturday because it's out of town and whew, man good time i'm not i'm not drinking again until um until thursday <laughs> oh that was my birth i mean my birthday was this uh this last weekend so i uh I went to ham. So like saturday was the actual birthday and so friday my buddy surprised me he's like hey we're going to come out the night before and we're going to, we're going to chill. And he, he like showed up. He's like, Oh, I'm in town. I'm just stopping at the store real quick. And it wasn't like, it was like an hour and a half later that he showed up at my house. I'm like, what are you, what were you guys doing that it took you an hour and a half to get back over here? And he's like, Oh, we had to go, you know, we had to go pick out some whiskey. Cause you know, we know how much you love whiskey. And so we got these like really expensive bottles and we drank way, way, way too much of it. Um, so much so that I was actually nauseous during all the birthday festivities the next day we did uh 
we did high speed karting and we did a golf simulator and like the, the golf simulator was fine. That was easy. We played, well, we played six holes of Pebble Beach because all the girls decided last minute that they all wanted to play. Uh, so we put them all on one on one card. And uh, I, I was like, oh, this will be faster, right? They'll just they'll take turns. They'll just hit the ball down and it'll be like six inches at a time. and It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, we did not make it very far at all. Um, I didn't know you golfed. Yeah, I took I took golf in college, actually. <laughs> it was like part of a business. Nice. Program. I took tennis. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, man, golf, it's so smart, right? Like you get into the upper levels of business and like that's where a lot of the deals are done. So I at least wanted to be able to hold my own. Um, so, yeah, I actually didn't play any rounds this summer. Uh, I was really just all over the place. Um, but it's nice to know that there's this simulator that's not that expensive nearby. And it was very realistic. I mean, my buddy, oh, my God, my buddy got stuck in a hole, like legitimate and wanted to hit his way out and just kept hitting the tree and coming right back. And, he, and so I was like, OK, this is real. This is, this is exactly what it would be in real life. <laughs> yeah, that's badass. The simulators are fun. You, you know, uh, Top Golf is. Of course, of course, dude, Top Golf is fucking goaded. That shit is so fun. Oh my gosh. You can be terrible too. And it makes you feel better. Cause it's like so wide open. You're like, Oh yeah, I meant to hit yellow. Well, and now I don't know if you've been to top golf since they added like the angry birds. Um, uh, what, who do you think I am? Okay. So you have, all right. So yeah, that's like that to me was the greatest addition to it. Cause then you really don't have to be. Good. Oh yeah. No, I'll get kicked in the ass by people who can't even play with angry birds. Cause you're just trying to send it you know, flex a little bit and you start missing and they just start like basically putting to like the one that's 30 feet away and they kick your ass. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I, bro, I do a lot. I'm an athlete. <laughs> you know, I'm not, Hell I, yeah, I already know, dude, we got, we got to square up next time uh, we're together. I had that four, four speed at 16. <laughs> Can I chime in? Please. Hi, it's Jen. Um, Top golf. We don't have that in Canada. And I love golfing. That's like, we need that. We need to bring it up here. To be here. Yeah, I know. Where that you, was your where like. Are you guys? Where are they like everywhere? Um, no. Um, it's pretty much only in like fairly populated cities. Wouldn't you say that fondue? Yeah. I mean, like we don't have one out here in Junction, but there's like two or three in Denver. Okay. Yeah. yeah I've been exactly. to the Vegas one. Oh, Vegas won't be sick. I did, I did the Vegas one last year. What? Oh, my gosh. That sounds freaking fire. I don't know how well I played, but I do have one really funny golf story. Um, I was at the, oh, happy belated fondue. And um, I was at the, Anne, Anne Marie is a Canadian musician. She's like a legacy. People love her. Um, I'm trying to think of like who I could compare to in the U.S., like a Joni Mitchell um, style. Anyhow, so I was at her golf tournament, and it's to support colon cancer. And I went with one of the uh, radio promo guys. And so he and I were drinking throughout the day. And then towards the end of the day, obviously, I may have had a few too many beers, Um I was on the golf cart and he was just being really reckless. And all of a sudden he took like a massive like pivot, like he turned right. And I just went flying 
like I wish we had it on video flying out of the golf cart. And um anyhow, that was my story. Well, thank God you were drinking though, because that would have hurt like shit if you weren't. I know, because I totally exactly I was drinking and probably didn't even care. But it was I, hilarious. I can't like golf bigs. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And then I ended up it was an auction and I ended up buying like stupid like weekend getaway and spent way too much money on something that I, I really did not need at the time. But it was to support colon cancer. And yeah, Murray. yeah, at least you get something for like a donation, you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. So what are you what are you most thankful for? And so we got a we got a rule now. We can't say like web three and music NFTs and finding it and finding the community. Why not? Because it's gonna be everyone's answer. So we're just gonna go ahead and establish that. I'm going to cry. I am so thankful for music NFTs and for you guys. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll shut the fuck up. I'm being dramatic, but <laughs> I'm also being for real. I just want to add that I'm so thankful that I was first to uh, to say that I'm thankful for music NFTs because, uh, yeah, I would have I been feeling a lot like Metal Arc. <laughs> no, I didn't even come in here and say, sorry, go ahead, Jen. No, no, sorry. I no, I was just going to say, um, because I wouldn't actually be here, I'm thankful, even though it's not Thanksgiving in Canada, but that's okay. I, yeah, I'm thankful that I ended up getting uh, laid off from my job two years ago because I ended up going into this Web3 NFT world. Oh, that's a good one. That's no one's going to pass that up. No one's going to beat that. <laughs> Meta, you're going to have a hard time beating that. Um, well, I mean, it's not really beating. It's like, did I get laid off from my job that led into Web3? Not exactly, but I was told I couldn't go to work. So it's kind of like the same thing because during the pandemic, you know, I was working, you know, in the with the public and yeah, all my finances were cut off. So it's kind of like the same story, but it was you know, actually it was voiceover because I got into voiceover during the pandemic that led to Clubhouse, that led to NFTs. And and now here I am with you guys. And honestly, I wouldn't even be in this Web3 music group if it wasn't for. There's a girl in our DM group that I saw her on Wake and Bake Radio one day. And they let me play my song. And I didn't have anything minted at the time. But they were nice enough to say, hey, we understand you're trying to get acclimated to Web3. So we're going to invite you to our Web3 music artists DM group. And one day, it was a beautiful day, I saw the chat room for Maxwell's Fuck the FUD music community. And I was like, oh, I am really feeling that title right now. Fuck the FUD. Because there's other people that run music Twitter spaces rooms in the DM group where, you know, I've added Tej and uh, Danichi. And um, fucking out of body there too. But it was that one day that I saw it in our beautiful DM group. And when I found Maxwell's group, it truly changed my life. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I do think we have the best name. We just got to keep it moving. The name's elite. <laughs> I'm and trying Medic, to work on like I a graphic. Say, sorry. Medic, you do have the best like an amazing voice for voiceover. Um, I took my daughter, she's getting into it. So I took her to a voiceover last night. But you saying that, I'm like, oh my God, you you like you really have the voice that stands out. Oh, you're so sweet. You're Canadian, right? I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just gave yourself away. You said oats. 
Um, but um, you're not from Montreal. I can hear that in your voice, unless I'm wrong. You're not. I'm you're not. No, I. You know what? I'm close to Montreal. I'm from Toronto. My fam. My mom is from Montreal. I grew up kind of going back and forth, Toronto, Montreal. Oh yeah, yeah, no. But like the thing with voiceover um, is, I actually am not super focused on that. With the advent of AI, it's a dying industry. Right. And so, like, I think the last thing to go will be animation and video games just because AI isn't the best at duplicating emotions at the moment. But like, you know, but I tell people, hey, if you got the right hookup and, you know, your daughter can get a good gig, go for it. Somebody was telling me last night I might still have a gig for you. And it's like, cool. Like, I'm just not seeking that. I'm just not seeking it out so much because it's a it's kind of a dying industry. Dying industry. Yeah. But it's a dying industry that led me to you guys like ultimately if, if it wasn't for the pandemic and voiceover i would have never been put i was pushed to get into these nft rooms on clubhouse by a woman who's not even local she's like you're a musician why are you not learning about nfts it's always somebody who's yelling at me to get into something and that's how i literally fucking get into everything that's how i got into ordinals you know i got yelled at to, to join some other you know irl communities here in los angeles so just grateful for everyone who yells at me to, to, uh, join movements. I'm sorry. I'm too, I'm too fucking loud. Okay. But you, but you guys, you, 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 you guys seem not to mind, but other people, sometimes they're like, Oh my God, you're so loud. No, I like that. It keeps me on my toes. Yeah. No, metal argument. Yeah. I've, I've told you, you got to stop apologizing on my damn space. Or you're going to get muted. Okay, I'm not going to say I'm sorry anymore because after all, I'm an American and we're never sorry for anything. And when we do say we're sorry, we don't mean it. When we say we're sorry in America, we don't fucking mean it. Whereas you fucking Canadians, you guys say you're sorry for breathing. And you, you motherfuckers, you're so passive aggressive, especially you Torontonians. You guys never fucking mean it when you say you're sorry. Like, never. But you guys say it like you breathe. Like, oh, hello, good morning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. It's like every time I get out of the elevator at my office, it's like oh, somebody else is there. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so bad. <laughs> well, she's Canadian. That's what they I do. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I don't do accents, but uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anybody's here. Sorry, sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm so happy to welcome Adabody to the room. Woo! Welcome. And I have a question though. So who here is actually going to Art Basel and will be in Miami? Except for, I know Fondue, you will be there. That's confirmed. Oh yeah, it's confirmed. My my flight is confirmed. Uh, I'm staying with family, so I'm I'm not having all the trouble that everybody else is having, where they're like, "Oh, everything's expensive, and I don't know where I want to stay." And find me a couch. And I'm like, you know, I'd rather do the drive down to Miami and and stay with the family and not have to worry about any of that than be. I don't know. I'm like, this is gonna sound. This is gonna sound old, right? Like this is gonna. This is stuff an old person says. I, I don't really care about like staying right down there. Um, I, I lived in South Florida my whole life. Uh, Miami was never my favorite place to be. Um, so like, I'm going to be stoked to hang out with everybody that's down there and I'm going to spend as much time as possible down there, but I'm going to very much enjoy driving back to Hollywood and staying with my family in a nice bed away from Miami hubbub and, and whatever else. So 
Yeah, uh, I'm I'm 100 confirmed. Uh, the only the only performance I'm confirmed for right now is uh, is with the uh, Pepe Punks DAO. But I did get asked on a space the other day to show up to the one like Mela got Mela got booked for another one on the Thursday, I think, like during the day or something, and. I happened to be on a space with whoever was organizing it and they were like, yo, you, you should come to this one too. I'm like, all right, well, you know, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> nice. That's Are bad you going to the Jade and Violet party? No, 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 no. That one, that, so what's funny is I actually hit up Tony. Tony that was, overlapped with yeah. the Pepe Punks. No, it doesn't. No, no, no. Pepe Punks is Friday the 8th. Oh, they uh, moved it? Jaden's is the 7th. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it it had to get moved. Oh, hold on. Oh. I have a wildebeest running. For sure, they had to move it because that's like a lot of overlap. I know Atabody's going too. He he hit me hit me up and said he was going. I don't know, Meta, are you going? I know you're get, trying to get art featured. Are you going now? No, no, my art is going to be featured. It is, uh, yeah. Technical support already got back to me about why the file wasn't loading. So oh. I'm my, my art for sure, oh, we'll say art and music, for sure is going to be featured there because I'm going to get this handled with tech support because I've already been like, you know, accepted. You know, I've got an email saying I've been accepted. It's just for whatever reason, the file's not uploading. So I need to fix that. But here's the other thing. I don't know for sure if I'll be there physically. However, another friend of mine, which I'm going to make fun of right now, he says, Christina, you've got to change your mindset. If you want to have a miracle happen, you've got to have to say, I'm going to go to Art Basel and somebody else is going to pay for it. Sorry, I'm probably doing a poor, poor imitation of this guy. But um, but I have to show initiative, right? So I'm like, well, I got to show him that, 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 hey, my art's there first. and. I just got to show him that I'm trying to get there. And then if this fucking miracle that he's talking about where somebody's going to pay me to go there happens, hey, man, I, I, I'm all open for it. And uh, I, I would like to help Fondue, if you'd like. Uh, you can meet one of my friends who's booked two shows there. And she's an absolute sweetheart. Maybe you know her already. Her name's Eunice. Oh, I love oh, I Eunice. Yep, I do. I, I mean, I don't know her super well, but I do know I do know Eunice. We we follow each other on here. We've been in a few spaces together. Yeah, well, you can personally tell her that I sent you to go say hello to her because when she when she travels, I mean, like she'll always be like asking, like, "Hey, do you guys know anybody that I could meet up with?" And when she was at Singapore, the the convention over there, yeah. I made an intro to one of my friends and I said, "Hey, you should meet up with my friend Peter." And they hung out and they had a good time. So if you want like a proper intro to her or if you already feel comfortable because you know her in spaces, just, just say hello. She's literally one of the fucking nicest people. Ever. She really is. I am thank you for mentioning her because I'm going to hit her up because I hung out with her in NYC, NFTNYC. So I will definitely connect with her in Miami. Did you meet her, um, Tiffany, when you met Eunice too? You met Tiffany, right? No, it was just Eunice. Okay, so Tiffany, I don't know if Tiffany's going to be an uh, uh, Art Basel too, but if you do, you should meet Tiffany. She works closely together with Tiffany. They were, I don't know what their next plan of attack is for the business, but Sucker Factory Dow was unique because we are, that I'm aware of, the only gallery that was featuring music NFTs as well as art and fashion NFTs in Los Angeles. But the last I heard from her, they were, they're looking for a new location for their gallery. So if you meet Eunice, Tiffany shouldn't be too far away. Tiffany's one of the co-founders of Sacrifactory Factory Dow. Hooray! Woo! Okay. 
Awesome. No, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm so excited for you guys. Even if I'm not able to make it, like just me, like cooking you up with some of my friends that are doing amazing things. Like it just like makes me a little happy inside. Oh, fuck the fun, bitches. I love that. I'm, I was like pretty for sure. Now I'm like trending to 50, 50. Um, cause I was supposed to do a show on Saturday and they had to change the outfit. They were going to like, I think pay us pretty well and this and that. And the sponsors kind of fell out. So all they're doing is a DJ. Um, and then there's another show that I'm still waiting to hear back on. And, uh, it just seems like they're kind of dragging their feet. And it's like, kind of like what Fondue said. It's like, at this point, it's kind of hard to justify all of the drinking I'm going to do and spend money on, um, Unless I'm doing a show. Um, I mean, I got points for like flights and hotels and shit, but it's like, you know, y'all saw that thread where it's like I had such a hit in April that like I'm just having to penny pinch like crazy. Um, Maxwell, you're going to sell your piece at layer.xyz like I told everyone to do because it costs you nothing to mint it with bass. And you're yeah, going to sell, I sell no music, less than a thousand. <laughs> when I sell music, that goes right back into music investment right there. You got to funnel that back in. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. What do you What do you mean fun, funnel it back in? Like, I'm pretty, I'm very confident that somebody will buy uh, whatever music video you want to put up at Basel for at least an ETH. I'm very confident about this. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know if the, the one who owns the one video would, I doubt they're going to try to put it up and, and flip it. But um, I know I, I'm applying to things today or tomorrow. I got you. Adabody, I gotta hear. What are you uh, thankful for? And you can't, you can't say finding music NFTs in Web three because <laughs> we're all gonna say that. <laughs> I know you got something else though. Uh, I am thankful that I'm going down my <laughs> and that uh freaking yeah that it all worked out and it's like getting more and more sure as time rolls on too so i'm like super stoked yeah because i I know that you got a a good hookup for you saying are you gonna do a show i am not i'm going to be uh basically it's gonna be my first in uh, irl event so i'm just uh scoping it out seeing what it's like and uh Maybe next year, next time there'll be something else. But uh, at the current moment, I'm just going to be riding along and getting the experience. Do you know what dates you're going? Yeah, I'm going to be going from the 7th to the 10th. Nice. Yeah, it seems like the consensus. Oh, wait, is the 10th? That's leaving Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to be leaving leaving like at 11 on Sunday morning. Yeah, that's the the perfect time. Jen, are you up in the air, basically? I'm uh, I will be there from the when do I get there on the 6th to the 8th I think I know I'm there for Caden's party and and I'm actually going with my mom because what's saving me on costs (laughs) she's like I'll book the hotel I was like sweet I'm sleeping in the other bed and um and yes but we're staying in south beach and Jaden's party i think it it's across the bridge so i'm i'm kind of struggling with that if i uber is gonna be fun <laughs> yeah that's why i Jaden had told me to if we leave like 
in the afternoon. Like just go somewhere around three o'clock and hang out, have lunch, drink, and then go to the party. Maybe I'll do that, but I don't wait. Know. If, sorry, I interrupted, but like <laughs> Maxwell, if you're going, like you know, my friend Troy is going. The one I pinned to the top, definitely. Like need to say hi to Troy. Yeah, no, I need you to want meet to, him. Yeah, because he is like. There's or so you many need people to meet to him meet. IRL. You need to yeah. meet him IRL because, like, he is he is such a key member of the Ordinals community. And if you all you have to do is say, "Well, Christina, blah blah blah," and he'll be like, "Oh, you're a friend of hers," and like, you'll be fucking set. Like, I don't give a shit. Just like any of you guys, if you want to meet Troy, just say Christina sent you. Um, sorry if they don't have context about Troy. I don't want to be. Uh, super annoying. Maybe Maxwell would like to give them a little context. I don't know. I'll, I'll say, listen, listen back. We did ordinals for like the first, what, 45 minutes. Um, and he's like, definitely like a key thought leader in that. So if you're ever, if you're interested in getting into that, he's pinned up top and uh, he does a lot of spaces and um, meta was sharing. I don't know the most alpha we've had in this space in a, in a while about ordinals. So that was awesome. But Jen, do you know what the ho- the hotels are cheaper in South Beach, right? Um, yeah, I ended up getting a pretty awesome. What did you get it for? If you don't uh, mind. I think it's like three hundred Canadian a night. Yeah. So what is that U.S. like two one two something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I saw because I know that everything is like centered in like Wynwood, right? Like that's kind of the main area. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I, I think I saw some Airbnb Airbnbs that were like pretty cheap around there, like kind of close. But I'm like, this kind of looks like somewhere I'll get shot. And uh, that's most of the city of Miami. I just want yeah. you to be aware. Like, Mondo, I'll probably hit you up about like where is safe. <laughs> the trouble is, where is safe? Where is safe is is just not in the city of Miami. You know, that's right? Like if you're looking for safe, well, you're gonna be you're gonna be in north and uh, and and commuting in, um, but yeah, that's uh, you know that's it. Like, look again, like that's that's what it had to be. I, I I get it why everybody's going to Miami, and that's that's the thing. I'm, you know, I think if Winwood wasn't down in Miami, like if you just plopped Winwood anywhere else, like it would get just as much attention. It just happens ended up in Miami. Um, yeah, like even my buddy Jay, uh, he he moved to West Palm. Like he literally moved as far as possible after living in Miami for years because he was like, yeah, I just don't feel comfortable down there. Um, you know, but it's like most major cities, right? Most major cities are, are struggling to kind of keep things together. So, no, I'm, I'm – it's like, you know – he, uh, just like any city anywhere keep your wits about you and and you'll be just fine but uh like when i like winwood a lot it's just you know you're in it you're in in the thick of it down there yeah winwood looks sweet i don't know i would maybe stay in south beach because that's definitely a little safer it seems like at least when i've been uh been there how's up for joe shit what up brother did i did i win what did I win? Do you want? Did you, you need win? my wallet? I won. What are you talking? Hell about? yeah! Thanks, man. You just <laughs> minted out Midwest Boy Collection. Oh my god! Thank you, dude. You just sw- swooped in. Wow! And and I won too. Did you just mint it? Am out? I going viral? 
<laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I'm just talking shit. Oh God, no. Yeah, Joe's been talking hella shit to me. I was confused. Like, so when when I sent you that comeback thread, I was like, I was, I don't know, I was like in the middle of something. I was like super confused about what you were saying, and I was like, I showed it to Bree, and I was like. Is he mad at me about something? She's like, no, he's totally fucking with you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant when you said like something about like 11 or like mint. I'm like, what is he saying right now? And then I reread it. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh God, I'm not mad at anybody. There's nothing to be mad about. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just hanging We're on by a thread, Pondu. Wait, what about hanging on by a thread? I said right Sorry. now I'm just hanging on by a thread. I'm don't quite know what's going on um in the space. Yeah. Really. But I know you uh I was just but I don't know what I'm certainly not mad at you for any reason. I don't know why. I was probably just talking shit like I always do. <laughs> um but I missed picking up my free one because I'm just too consumed with IRL right now. Thank you. Yeah, no, I I did all I could. Five five days. I I sent messages. And yeah, emails yeah. And it's uh, you know, I, I even got messages. I got messages from some people that are like, "Why did you even give any of these away for free?" I'm like, "Well, I thought I was doing something nice for the people who collected my first drop, but like, gosh, you know, getting messages like that, I'm, I'm like, man, maybe, maybe I, I just constantly am just over, overdoing it. But yeah, I there were actually there were at least thirty ish old people who who didn't pick up their free drop for one reason or another um you know like i, I know whale like whale was going to pick his up but he was working uh out of town and didn't have his ledger and didn't want to make it like i told him i said yo just make another wallet and i'll just whitelist that wallet for you like you're i know you're not going to go pick up multiples of them so like uh, i'll do whatever i can to make it happen and he's like yeah no it's just not possible and so he came back minted one um yeah you know you know how it goes. i got it, one yeah yeah, Jen got hers for sure. It's hard to uh like I still have from over a year ago, year and a half ago, people that like I'll contact them like, hey, I have a vinyl record for you. <laughs> and it's like, um, uh, okay, you know, but you know, I don't just hang on to it or you're like, I'm okay. gonna spend this money to make these vinyls if you don't claim this soon. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's just—I mean, the vinyls are made. Just like, hey, do, do do you want your vinyl and or whatever? And it's just hard to keep. That's a main thing. It's hard to stay connected with your holders. It's it's you know, it's a full time job. And and shit, man, IRL gets to be hard and real. Uh, I mean, at least you know, for me, the last week and a half has been a fucking blender. Ever since we had our little Chicago weekend, I walked back in and. I had so many arrows flying. My vibrations were so high that everyone in my workplace environment was like throwing arrows. It's like, okay, here we go. We playing some politics. Here we go. So, oh, wow. Do you care to elaborate? I need the, I need the tea. I just think when, when people are like, at their best and vibrating on a high level you know they've had like you know we were all elevated and had such a wonderful time right and then i think it's just i can't put my hand on it but as life goes on i've just noticed usually when you're in that kind of high place is when everyone 
you know, comes crashing down on you. Like, let me bring this person down to my, you know, my level. I think it's just some, I don't know. It's, I think it's just some stupid human animal instinct, like must keep them down kind of thing. Misery loves company. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I feel that. Damn, that fucking sucks. That's annoying as shit. And you can have Teflon skin and try to ignore it and be good at ignoring it, but it's still it like can eat at you in the sense of like, damn, are they just trying to like fucking blow up this friendship or something? Well, yeah, it's just business. It's work, you know, and uh, people some that's for some people. That's all they have is their I got my promotion. I need to walk on somebody so I can shine. And that's their life. And it's like, it's not not my life. Don't care. And that bothers people, you know, and I think it just bothers people. And so I, I think the universe is definitely telling me to, I need to do some movement myself. So that's what's, I I think for me, like if I'm driving to work and talking to myself out loud for a half an hour there and a half an hour on the way back, then there's something fucking wrong, right? There's something needs to something needs to move something needs to happen and so that's that's why why i'm confused (laughs) i don't know what's going on in this space because i've just been like um getting bombarded over here so fuck them so even though you're going through that and i'm sorry that you are joe it's like you know when people want to fudge you and they want to bring you down like that's sadly like it's validating hopefully you're also noticing that other people have come out of the woodworks to cheer you on that you didn't even know existed. And it was all because you were just, you were just being awesome and you were just being you. Yeah. You were leading. Well, I got to go, but I'll, I'll pop back on here. And I just wanted to say, hi, I got a phone call. I got to make in in two minutes. So I'll, I'll pop back. It's good to see everybody. Good to see you, Joe. Can't wait to see you in Miami. I think that's going to happen. I, uh, I'll come back. Uh, give me a minute. Give me a half hour. Oh, sweet. Uh, Joe's coming to Miami too. Well, I just keep assuming the clothes. Like this is a typical. This I is want a typical, us all to be out there, and I want to party. Is, with you this guys. is a classic. Like, sale, this is a classic. I haven't sales partied person. with you yet, and that feels like really sad to me. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's dang, I'm, I'm sorry. From a, it's very no. dangerous. It's dangerous for me. I'm, no, I'm, I don't I'm party German. like I did in my twenties, so I'm not worried about that. Like oh, back in back at that time of my life, I will admit to you guys, but without saying too much, because this is a recorded space. But the way I used to party during that decade of my life was truly out of control. I know how to have a good time now and still party and still do all the things. We don't need to say it on spaces, but I still like to do all the things. But I know how to not let things get out of control because when it's out of control, it's just straight up not fun anymore. It's not partying anymore at that point when things are out of control because then it's just, it's a drag. So it's, it's annoying, it's but it won't running, be like that. It'll be, it'll be turned up. It'll be turned <laughs> up. Especially God, if you guys meet Troy. He is so fucking hilarious. He will just make you guys laugh all fucking night long. And I'm hoping I'm there too, because my God, you get the two of us together and it's fucking ridiculous. And then when you guys get there, oh my God. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I throw down. What, his name is Troy. What, did you pin him to the top here? He's one of the people I pinned to the top. Um, okay. I, I'm onboarding Maxwell into Ordinals. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of aggressive with the way I've been onboarding people into that. And so if you guys want to know more and you guys 
might want to be open to being possibly ordained, you know, ordained into ordinals. Um, you yeah, know, like, check Dolan, 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 you're like, Dolan, you're like an energizer buddy, uh, bunny. Uh, I don't know if you, if you all, I mean, you sound like you're old enough. I can hear you banter. Uh, Duracell, Duracell batteries. Back in the day, they had this like the Duracell bunny, where the bunny would. You like the Duracell? You, you. If anyone can remember the Duracell bunny, yeah, a woman can run all day. She's great crack. Um, it's what time is it for me? I mean, oh Jesus, it's half past one in the morning, and your woman's just woke me up, and I'm like, let's go, let's go, motherfuckers. Sorry, darling. Yeah, your energy is infectious. Uh, Meta, is it Meta? Lot Meta. What's your name? Meta something. You, you can yeah, call me Meta, Meta Lark. I, I mean, you can call me Christina. I have another moniker I go by in another community. I'm pretty sure you can figure out what that moniker is. I could just have a joint around the campfire with you right now and have a cup of tea and have a big crack and you'd be fucking dynamite. Wouldn't I wouldn't need any drugs. Yeah, I love these people when you meet them and you're like, that's the kind of person I can hang around and I don't need any drugs because they're all I need. That, that was a... Uh, uh, anyway, uh, shout out. Fair fondue. I hope you're selling well. What, what percentage are you minted out for? Where are you? Uh, are you we're, we're at like 23%. It's only been a couple days though. Um, so, you know, it's fine. Uh, it's this is, you know, I always take this approach where like, I, oh I, no, I'm rugging again. What the she's fuck? Been, she's been rugging. I knew she couldn't hear me earlier. I, I knew it because it was, she was just like crashing in me. Um, it's like it, a lot of it was a lot of it so far was the pre-sale mints, um, which was a brown eyes. Uh, I did. I had a few mints post uh, into public and uh, I'm going to be really making pushes during uh, during Art Basel and stuff. I just I, I don't like to put pressure on on like time periods and quickness, like whatever it is, it is, um, you know, my next drop ain't out until this one's done and so whatever amount of time that takes is with me um yeah i'm just like i'm I'm just happy to be here that's all so yeah it's on there if you if you ain't picked it up yet go check it out it's, uh you know the second of my three acoustic drops and and get those while you can because then there's going to be a little lull while i put my album together so you know i know i, I know how that goes when you're like oh when's the next thing coming out oh. So, so you know, Robbo, you know, Robbo was on that fucking space listening. So, can I talk about ye in general space yesterday or the NFT days in space? I mean, the, there's comments we had talked with Marissa on Friday about this. You know, this is a big topic. I think it's really important in the space right now about the lobbers and about like, you know, who's providing like actual proper real entertainment and quality music. Fondue yesterday came in the NFT dating space and just literally like ripped the entire place apart. He's like, I should be going to bed now, but like, I think I should be staying up and maybe like, you know, and I was dying, dude. That's the first time I've heard the uh, Slim Shady one, I think. Like yesterday, that was fucking, you legit. Dude, you taught a few people a lesson yesterday in that space. Thank you for that. I I, I maybe I did. I, I don't know. I wasn't I, I wasn't trying to educate anybody. Uh, I literally was just so here. Here's my thing. Right. So like I spend most of my time on spaces during like my daylight hours. Right. Like so like, you know, somewhere between 10 a.m. And well, I guess it's not really daylight at eight or nine. But you know what I mean? Where like I, I tend to spend a lot of my time during those normal hours. 
And I kind of came to a realization like, okay, well, everybody here knows me. Like, how am I going to meet new people that are running spaces? And I was like, well, the only way to do that is going to be to start staying up later or getting up earlier. And like getting up earlier isn't really a thing. So I, uh, yeah, I, I've kind of started making a push to to be up a little later. I actually meant to be up late last night and I, you know, my, my old man side came in and I, I went to bed instead. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm really going to try and make a push to do, to be present in a lot of like what for me are late night spaces, you know, that, that midnight to 2 AM, 3 AM kind of time frame, um, so that I can find new, new people to, to introduce my music to, you know, end of the day, that's the only way that any of us are going to be able to build a community is like exposing ourselves. Can you, can you flatter me? Can you flatter me for a minute? You Maxwell, who I regard as pretty good friends right now. I must say you two, you know, we've been archiving the spaces, blah, blah, blah. But okay. As an as a, a I am torn fucking deaf people. Like I'm literally like the like the, the wrong person to be talking about anything to do with musical talent. But I have listened to it for many decades and like I do know what I know, right? And I do know music extensively and I've listened to that much and you know the <sighs> There's two things, Fun, two primary things that we need to focus on with these live spaces, right? One is the quality of the person, their actual musical-like talent, right, which is evident in people like you, Mella, uh, people like Empress, Heart of Street, other people like I mentioned, right? Very, very evident, like so natural, so beautiful, so organic, right? But also, then there's the the quality of the sound on the spaces. So, like, I know you were listening, like, say, like, Will, uh, Will Power. I mean, Will's great, isn't he? I think Will's fantastic. He's, but his sound quality, you know, is bang on the money. You, with your wide spectrum, I know you coach people on this all the time. But we have to, like, we have to reach a stage, Fauna Maxwell, especially, and I'm going to shut up after I've made this point. That there are people who are LARPing, and you know, there are people who are LARPing with absolute shit sound, uh, in their own voices, and they've got bad sound quality on, on that, like that makes it worse. But, like, even when they've got the great sound quality, you can, I mean, the, you can hear the fucking, the, the, you know, the voice. I mean, they're like, oh, so I need a drink of water, or oh, I need, I've never heard Fon say I need a drink of water, I've never heard Mella B say I need a drink of water, like, I've heard them, like, like. Deal with this fucking guitar and say, Where, "Where's that key? Wait a minute, I'm in the wrong key." Oh, where, where, let me find that. I've I've heard the musician in them, but the larpen, like then and and everybody's like, "Ba ba ba ba, clap 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 clap, ba 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 ba." That was great. That was great. And I'm like, "Bro, have you got ears?" Like literally, this, like Robo. This is actually really funny, right? So this is this is, uh, and I want the. I won't call out the person because I don't, you know, I they they they've already said this on spaces and I don't I don't need to repeat it. Um so like there you're not the only one I think to feel that way about certain performances. Um I love that he laughed too. Um <laughs> there's certain right, so there's certain performances that we know are are a little rough around the edges, we'll just say. Um but here's the thing, right? Like here, and this is the thing that I think is important for us not to lose sight of in this space is that part of what makes Web3 and these communities so appealing 
is the support that they bring. And so I think what a lot of it comes from is that it's it's not that we don't have ears and we don't know that some of this is a little bit cringy. Um, but what it is, is I think that there's enough spaces in the world that are tearing everybody down and telling them what trash they are and telling them how horrible their music is. Like, we don't need to also be a part of that, you know, and, and it doesn't mean that we need to go out and buy every piece of music that we're like, no, nah, this is not that good. And no, nah, this is not my kind of music. Like, it doesn't mean you need to go out and just like give your support that way. But like, I think we really try to make a concerted effort, especially in spaces, to just give support, even even if it's something that's maybe a little cringe, and to just at least be the one place on the planet that these people can come and not be shit on. You know, because yeah, you never know how they're gonna end up too from that one compliment. You know what I mean? Like, there's plenty of like superstars that that like uh, were shit at one point you can like watch old videos of them at shows and it's like almost laughable and then you see them now and you're like what the fuck happened i think that's an amazing point fondue especially like and i know all artists here can can speak to this where it's like there are so many spaces i mean literally in web3 fuck the fud but also like you know irl or at like shows where um like it's just so toxic, you know what I mean? And I'm all, every musician I'm sure has, you know, seen places like that or, or whatever. And I think that that is just such a, such a great point. And it's part of the ethos of web three music. Cause yeah, I mean, it can get cringe. Absolutely. But one, you never know, right. What some piece of support could, you know, lead. And two, this is one of the only quote safe spaces when it comes to music um that i've ever seen so i love that i mean just turn your volume down right i mean i've done that <laughs> yeah i mean look come on like I, you guys know like i've i've heard some some pretty rough stuff before um and it's still you know i throw the applause on because like you also don't know what bringing somebody down is going to do to them Right. Like so like, yeah, there's there's a fine line between like giving honest criticism and like tearing people down. And I think it's really easy to cross over that, especially when something isn't that pleasant to be listening to in the first place. So it's like really easy to quickly cross and not be doing this like you just don't know how that's going to hit somebody. Um, and so I'd rather I'd rather approach it. So like I've definitely had spaces where people have been like, oh, can I come up and sing? It's like, no, this is not that kind of space. You know, we're we're looking for the the live, you know, live guitar, live singing. We're not doing the karaoke today. Um, so like it's okay, I think, to put those boundaries in, but like if you don't have them in ahead of time, you have other people coming up and doing what these other folks want to come up and do. I think it's better to just let even the even the not so come up and share and be a part of it because like at the end of the day that's going to be better for society like forget about music forget about like trying to reach the highest quality of anything. like that's going to be better for humanity to just treat other people in a way that they feel accepted than to then you know do you know what fun but fun can i can i just address that to a degree being a non-musician i i always like state me me context of what I'm speaking from. You know, I'm Barry the band manager, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I am a talentless pleb. I will say though, and I've been going to gigs for like nearly what fucking 30, 30, 37 years nearly. 36 years. 
top gigs all over the world. I'm just going to say this. You know, you can always talk about an artist, right, about how good they are studio-wise versus how good they are live. All the classic artists, like you, for example, can just murder it live every single time. Even you might have hair fever, you might have fucking just been on a fucking 24-foot car journey. You might get <clears throat> and you're ding, ding, and you're like, bah, you're on the money. There's been on the money, and there's been, like, I can talk to you about the bands that were amazing, even better live than there are or in the studio, compared to, like, the shit. Like, the proper, we talked to tonight on our show, we were talking about the Prodigy, the Kings of Leon. Like, I could go on about some bands that are, like, live in the flesh, they're just an embarrassment. There are some real bands that are fucking horrendous live. They sound like they're playing on biscuits. Wait, you, like, you think Kings of Leon is bad live? Well, well Kings of Leon was on. one of the worst. Have you not seen that video? Have you not seen Dude, they were one of the worst I've ever heard. That's the fucking craziest shit I've ever heard. They're one of the best I've ever heard. Hold on, though. Dude, I, I used to work for Channel Fly Management. By the way, I used to work for Channel Fly Management. So if anyone doesn't know, like, like, like Channel Fly Management back in the day, like, came, few of the bands, like, back in the early 2000s. Nah, I don't know the last uh, time I heard Kings, but, I mean, he wasn't great at first, like, 10 years Kings ago. Kings of Leon. Yeah, no. Hold on, don't worry, don't worry, Maxwell. I'm gonna send you this video, and you're gonna understand what Robo is talking about. They, yeah, but listen. you, can, okay, look, you can have one bad performance though. Everyone oh, in this but, room could get judged by one bad performance. It's about how your last performance was. Well, like, so it had there were a lot of to it, right? Like, so the guy, the guy was like fighting with band members backstage. The guy was doing all drugs and weird things. But it was like it wasn't just that it was a bad show. It was like a bad show in front of 50,000 people. Yeah, but he went to rehab. If you, I mean, they're one of my favorite bands ever. And I think that they're incredible live. And I've seen them three times. And I don't know the last video y'all watched. Do you, know, do you know I'm going to upset you even more? Green Deer? I thought Green Deer were pretty shit, no? Actually. I totally to disagree. Honest, I saw Green Deer three times and I thought they were pretty shit. There's a few other bands I would like mention. I thought like you would probably get really upset with me. I'll tell you who was like pretty amazing. Like some of the best bands I've ever seen in my life, Faithless. Like I've never seen a band like Faithless put on a show like that. I mean, the Chili Peppers uh, back in the day were pretty good. A Pink Floyd obviously like reigned the day. Like there's nobody going to like put on a show like that. But live, really like live where they can make it like, they can just 10x what what the studio album is. Very, very few fucking people actually can do that. Very, very fucking few people. Yeah, but I'm talking about the audio quality. Like, he's not pitchy. Like, everything live with, like, Kings of Leon sounds like the studio. Maybe they don't run around stage like the Chili Peppers, which enhances it, yes, more. But it doesn't mean they sound bad live. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I've never. Max, the Maxwell, first time took that, ever Maxwell, heard that. Maxwell took this, took this one to heart. Kings I mean, he's he one of my biggest influences, dude. King, Caleb Fowler. What about Radiohead? What about Radiohead? I mean, uh, Radiohead were He medium, sings better medium. than him live. Right. Oh, that ass. I'm struggling there. I'm struggling there, man. Yeah, I, I mean, that's fine. It's preference. Know. But I don't think it's fair to say someone is bad live when they're like on pitch and they sound like the record. Maybe you just don't like the music. Like it's known that he didn't sing great in the beginning, but now, and now that he's sober, I mean, it's incredible. 
Like, it, dude, it, you know, do you know the worst? You're the worst ever. Fucking, I, the, 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 I'll tell you what. I, I, I might pretext it of preamble it by saying I expected so much, and I've never been more disappointed in my entire fucking life. Was the prodigy? So, like, I grew up with Charlie, early nineties kid. You know, rave and blah blah blah. Sorry, I'm in this. I'm outside. I was in the security guards gone past on the bike. Like uh, the prodigy, fire starter. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, but way before then, Charlie obviously. Holy fuck! I waited how long? Like I was like well in me like mid ages. Like I was out almost out the game, bro. Out the rave game. And then I just got the chance to be at like Crane Frames before I left England. The project, Prodigy were playing. I think they were uh, headlining after Underworld. And Underworld was wow, fucking amazing. Like the Bone Slippy uh, uh, train spotting uh, video from the early 90s, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, right? Right? Lager, 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 shouting, that, right? Like we had this amazing buzz. And then your man from the Prodigy, when the whole thing came on. Holy fuck, what a grand grand disappointment. Dude, all of us just had to walk away. Like 10 minutes, we're just like, dude, we can't do this. Let's go somewhere else. Let's go to another tent and go and listen to Paul Van Dyke or something. Like I'd waited like fucking how long? Nearly 20 years or something. Probably about fucking 16, 17 years, if I'm honest. To like have this like childhood dream of like being there, like and proper being in ground. Holy fuck, but with the worst dude, the worst. Oh, I feel like we got derailed. A bit, though. There, there was a greater point that I think you were getting to though, Robo, and we got derailed talking about how bad some of these lives. Yeah, I think, I think his do point that. was like appreciating people who are good. Spaces, <laughs> no, no, it's spaces, spaces right now is like it's sixty percent music NFT spaces, a sixty percent cringe. 40% talent and I'm struggling. I'm hanging in there and I'm following the you and fucking Empress and Heart of Street and all the classics. But there's, oh, dude, there's, there's certain spaces right now. I didn't want to name them, but they need to stop like making everybody a hero and thinking everybody that can just like talk and fucking sing a song. Cause that's what I don't sing. Cause I can't. People need to wake up and realize that you can't sing, bro. So I didn't come on a space and try to fucking sell an NFT. Because you can't sing, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Fun. Well, like I said, Robo, I mean, I like, nah, I, I, I think if this is more of like, like Max said, a, a safe space, um, you know, I, it's not to say that I don't agree with you on some things, but I think if they're happy going up and, and doing it and, you know, by, by objective standards, butchering a song, I'd let them go up and butcher it. You know, it's like, I think it's fine. It's fine. And, and, you know, like Max said, if it's like, if it's something you don't want to listen to, that's okay. Like you, no one, no one is going to force you to listen to it. Um, but I think that, you know, I think that some of that will take care of itself over time, you know, and then some of it won't, right? Like, I don't know if some people ever go back and listen to what they sound like on spaces and they're like, oh man, this didn't sound that good. Like I should try and either get better or I should do less of this. Um, you know, I don't know how much people do that. I, I personally do that because I'm he, yeah, yeah, I mean professionals I'm, do that. Yeah, it's like I want to hear even if even if right, like I'm a good singer, I, I play good live, that doesn't mean that I sounded good on this particular space. And maybe it was the setup I chose, maybe it was the the where I put my mic, all, all this stuff. Um 
but like also like to to sum it up too like we're not gonna see some of that get better unless we just create more rigid structures like there was a time when i tried to do spaces where i literally just tried to reach out to specific artists and be like yo i want to put on a show on spaces i want you to come and come play like a three or four song set and we're gonna have like five or six people come up and do that i tried to do that and the problem is a lot of people don't show up on time or they commit to something and then they don't follow through and it's like all right well you know fuck it like we're just gonna we're just gonna wing it every time and and see how it goes and sometimes that means it's like really really good and sometimes that means that you know you got some good spots and you got some average spots so you know it, it is what it is see this is why this is why rap fm love uncle fun because Un- uncle fun is fucking bass as fuck not not like i mean fun you know i i said this to maxwell the other week about i was sure that we had our show, your fucking show. Dude, when you came on that night and you just had this like natural like banter crack, like and uh, my crew were ripping the piss out of me. Like, like, oh, dude, it was such a good show. That it was hilarious. The music, the tunes that night were fucking insane. This is why I've been saying to Finn, the archive these spaces, like Maxwell's Fuck the Food, like is very, very culturally relevant in my opinion. Like, and I'm just a pleb. Buddy, the band manager. I'm just the pleb, Maxwell. <laughs> well, let's see what let's no, see what Adabody had to say. I feel like he had. I feel like Adabody had something to add to all this. Yeah, no, I just I love uh, the, what you guys are saying about like listening back to your recordings and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, it's a curse because like, especially on here, like I'm not used to performing. I did like one live performance, and I like, oh gosh, yeah, just so many things that I had to like. I have to change and consider the next time I go on because I did not like how I came out at all. Uh, it, it was like, you know, it was well re- well received, at least what was said to me, but uh, <laughs> I didn't like it very much at all. So, no, I, I hear you there. You definitely have to listen back. <laughs> yeah, we're also our biggest critics, too, which we should be, right? Like, as a professional. And, um, it, you know, you never know. Like, a lot of times people will genuinely be like that was fucking dope but when you're an artist you sit there and think about the three notes that you missed by like five semitones and you can't stop thinking about it you know but that is what separates you know professionals from not in my opinion and then it's about okay stepping back and like having a few people in your corner that you genuinely trust to tell you like yes or no and like i've done a show where like there's a buddy that was like yeah no and then I was like, okay, I felt that too. But then I do another show where I was like, eh, I don't know. And they're like, no, fuck yeah, you're on. So I think it's also like a part of like, yeah, you go back, critique yourself and then surround yourself with the right people who are going to like be honest with you about it. Right. I had uh, my uh, mom listen in to me, uh, listen in. That's the one thing that made me feel just a little bit better because she's a, she's a vocalist and uh, she heard me and she's like, no, it sounded good. And I was like, yeah, so I, you know, like you said, you're, you're your worst critic, you're your own worst critic. And so, but uh, at least I got like a little bit of feedback from like some trained ears that were like, no, it was, it was good, you know, but it definitely have, have room for improvement for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think trained ears and then like untrained ears are great. Like, a, like one or two of each, you know what I mean? Like, I know when I'm like mixing a song, like I make sure to have that. Like someone, yeah. you know. Yeah, like yeah, like you reference speakers. I have like reference people, you know. <laughs> oh, for like sure, my, dude. And it's so funny. Like when I send out a demo 
like the the producers and the mixers and the professionals would be like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I hear it. And then I'll send, I'll show it to an untrained ear, and they're like, uh, I don't know about that. I'm like, oh my god, this is literally the point. And then we'll get a mix on it, and me and like a producer is like, ah, oh, this thing or this nuance and this nuance, like I don't know. And you're more critical than a demo because you know how a demo is going to sound ultimately when it's mixed. But then like the untrained ears are like, oh, that's done. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not. You know what I mean? I know we've all been there. Oh yeah, no, that's it's so funny too. And it and it, it, it people I sometimes it's like you know when you put on like the earbuds or like they're like the crappiest ones you could find, but they reveal something about the mix. You're like, ooh, well you know, let me go fix that real quick. The same thing with people who like don't know nothing, but like they'll be like, hey, there's that like one little no, I don't know, it's just sticking out. I don't like it too much, and then I just listen back and I just take it, huh? No, actually, no, they got a good point. Let me put that down a little bit. <laughs> Can 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 anybody flutter me? I mean, um, it's late for me, very late, and I'm on here because I love fun. I love Maxwell. He's a class class kids. I love all of Music NFTs. I'm trying to tell my crew, like you need to get with a program. We need to be like making more videos. We need to be doing these promos. Blah blah blah. We are an organisation, an entity, so to speak. We do have a DAO. It is registered, by the way, in Panama. We're proper professional with everything we do. Like we, we do get their sponsorship and we have we have got, you know, proper like shit going on. But like I just say 2024, as we move into a buller, I just say music NFTs as being like just just fucking gold dust, honestly, like like the next board apes. But there'll be like there'll be probably ten artists. That will be within that like top top fucking range. I believe Fondu is is one of them for sure. Obviously Maxwell, I haven't met Maxwell enough. I don't I don't know. I've been on Fond for like ten months or whatever. Had him on the show like eight months ago. I'm just saying that like there will be like a top ten of artists where. And the thing is, it's not you shouldn't be trading their music. It's this should be the the keepsake, the trinket for your kid. Like oh, you're gonna pass down generation to generation. Like. That's just kind of like retain value, like the gold parlophone, the original place plays me uh, gold parlophone in the Beatles. So you held on to that, like cost nothing at the time. Like go and sell it now, go and try and sell it. Go and see how many buyers there are for it, right? Not many, not that with that much money, uh, put it that way. And all I'm saying is that 2024 will be a golden fucking moment because we're ending the year. I mean, when we're nearly at the end of the year now, yeah? And this cycles, blah blah. We another harvest coming up, but holy fuck! Never. I, 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 what I'm seeing, and what I've seen in the last six fucking months, build up to this moment right here, right now. What I've seen in the music NFT game and the emergence on Twitter spaces of the musicians coming out and playing all day long, and and then not even playing, just talking and, and getting to know the audience and building that, like, you know, that ground. I'm just going to say that the, I, I didn't even say this with a metaverse. It's, I, can, I can almost literally, I'm, I'm struggling to not be able to compare, like, what I saw in November, like, 2021, uh, October, uh, November 2021, with, like, the metaverse, like, onslaught of crypto and, and how that propelled a buller. To what I'm saying with music NFTs, and I don't even think we've touched the fucking surface. I think what Fon's talking about, and I know he's talking about his albums, not 
probably going to be Web3, Holy, it's going to be Legacy. But like, there are big things going to happen in 2024 with music NFTs. If you've got the, if you own the right artist, like if you've got the right NFTs in your wallet, you're going to do okay in the future, I think. No, we totally agree. I mean, I think we've talked about this here a few times, but music NFTs and, and then obviously Web3 Gaming are like going to be the two metas. Um, I got 24, definitely 25 is what I'm thinking. Um, and timing's important. You're like holding some things back for when that happens. And 10 for sure. I mean, you can honestly have more than 10, like 20, maybe even 50. Like when you look at like all the major PFP projects, there's tons that did well. It was just like who held on. You know, maybe like 10 or 20, like hold on, like in a much bigger way. But I think there's a lot of room. And I think that one of the things that's going to make it different, like from the last, like 2021 to now, when it comes to music NFTs, is there's so many more people here now that have like already established themselves and established community and established like friendships and, and collaborative like um, ethos that that's going to push it forward because at the end of the day, like the algorithm can only go so far in 21. And, you know, I don't think music NFTs were therefore like loud enough, but I mean, I think it was just a volume thing. And now that you have so many more people involved and involved during a bear market, so they got grit, it's going to be a lot louder and it's easily going to be one of the best metas. Especially when you start attaching like utility to like big projects. So yeah, I, I'm 100% with you, Rack. I think everyone else here is definitely 100% with you as well. Um, it's kind of obvious, right? I mean, I don't know if it's going to be like like floor prices like Web3 Gaming or like a board Ape, but they're going to be way more than they are now. And then in the long run, I totally agree with what you have to say with like the Beatles. I actually had a tweet about that like, I don't know, four months ago, which is, you know, it's such an obvious like... <clears throat> scenario or projection like what if you bought a beatles nft in 1969 what's it worth now there's a few people who can afford it but it doesn't mean that's not the value of it you know i mean if they gave away lifetime tickets or vip tickets um or a music video appearance that hadn't been claimed yet and it's it's 40 years later what the fuck is that worth and i know or like taylor swift right yeah there's not a lot of money for it but someone's dad or someone's mom somewhere has the money to spend on that to give to their kid you feel me dude if i could tell you the story about my Beatles collection and what happened to me and how as a young kid as a young stupid kid i decided to say to my parents like no 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 i don't want you in charge of like this legacy like i'm gonna go and take it and go and live in my own flat as a stupid like fucking 16 year old kid after i'd run away from home and get robbed like I had, so I had, uh, when the Beatles were in Hamburg, yeah, I had a original 45 presents that they did uh, in Hamburg in the, the obviously, the, like the very late 50s, but early 60s, I think it was like fucking, when they started really making their name, it was like about 61 or something, when Pete Best was still with them, I think. And I had like about four, I think, 45s, like, that were like original OGs from the time. I did have a gold polyphone. Uh, please, please me. Like these, these are stuff I had. I had an original uh, Uma Gumma. So if anybody knows anything about music, a Pink Floyd uh, Uma Gumma. I had like an original old fucking G. Like you've got no idea. Like I had, like I, now I can't even price now what got robbed of me uh, gaff when I was a young kid because I was, totally naive and 
didn't realise how the hood worked. Uh, like, really, because I've been brought up in the hood, but, like, not being, like, left alone in the hood kind of thing, maybe. And didn't realise. And, yeah, I was really fucking naive. But I would say now, probably, that collection would be easily well over a quarter of a mil. Well over a quarter of a mil. There's a few other things in there I could talk to you about and all about Led Zeppelin and stuff, but... Holy fuck, bro, man. There was yeah, that, that would definitely be the price. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. That's also Dude, people sucks, don't even Sorry. realize. Don't, uh-huh. don't people don't even realize the difference between like yellow polyphone and gold polyphone. Even in this day and age, people don't even realize like with vinyl, like old school vinyl, like the real difference between yellow polyphone and gold polyphone. Like, and now, oh my goodness, holy fuck, you can't even get this shit anywhere. Like, you can't even find this shit anywhere. It's got to cost you a lot of money these days. But I appreciate the fact that I did ha- I had it for a period of time. And the fact that it changed my life and sent me on the journey I'm on, and I'd, I'd much rather have had it and lost it than not have had it at all. Isn't that the great line from uh, A Tale of Two Cities? Isn't it? You'd rather have had something and lost it than never have had it at all, right? All right, all right. Rack out here dropping wisdom bombs now. Fucking fire, dude. I mean, and look, I mean, I know you may have missed it then, but it also allowed you, and I love that perspective, to spot uh, like what Web3 music can be, right? And crypto music and music NFTs, like you see it now and you see it so clearly because you've been through that experience already. And at least, you know, you know, that may have happened then, but you're here now for the new meta. Do you know, do you know my only more, honestly, Maxwell, let me be very honest and Fon, Fon's known us for a long time. So I'm not bad. Fon knew us before we started dropping music. I'm only here for Finn. I'm only here representing Finn, right? He's the musical talent. I'm trying to find out as much as I can about the industry because he's been so centric, so focused, so like, you know, single-minded on what he wants to do. He has been dropping a tune since uh, 2004, so like 19 years in the rap game. He admits his early stuff was like shit. Some of his like more recent stuff is like fairly decent, uh, but you can like pick up on the tone, who he is, blah blah blah. But with the crypto stuff, the diss tracks he's doing now, he's just coming into his own. He's flourishing. It's his like Indian summer. And I'm determined to like support this guy and just like give this guy a platform and like like do the leg work. Like I'm quite willing to just like like literally I'm not on the payroll or anything. Like this is just like friendship funnel tell you. Like it's like and, and I, I kind of get Finn to come on and, like, promote his shit. He doesn't want to do this. Oh, he's fucking so bad at this shit. But, like, I just see a friend, a really good, dear friend, part of the crew, that's, like, he's at this stage in his life where I'm, like, he's been making raps 20 years. Now he's having success. He did 256 copies on the last one. Like, we'd, we're making a video now for him. Like, we're doing a video, he doesn't even, he's got no, he would see all the video, we're just like, wait, you've made this track, we're going to do a video for it, fuck yeah. And I just love the vibe. I love the fact of this Indian summer, Maxwell and Fod, where, you know, this man, 20 years, 19 years in the game, and he's coming alive, and he's finding his niche, and now is his moment. And and isn't that what this is about? Shouldn't someone be able to be in the game fucking 20 years and then, have people like us who can come along and say, oh, well, we can do this, we can create art, we can do this, we can do that. Like, we can support you. And he's like, whoa, I've never had this kind of, like, 
I thought I'd do everything on my own before, but well, okay. And it's it's Web3 and it's, oh, okay, let's go. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. Guys, I'm just really loving what we've done with six singles in and it's like, it's good fun. It's, it's happy days now. Yeah, you make a great point then that not a lot of people touch on. Um, then I don't know if you have a guitar fondue. We can cl- close this out in a second. Um, if you want to play your new song, but um, that's something I've noticed a lot that um, I wish I've touched on more, which is that um, it's allowed. Well, for I mean, obviously the music industry, Web Two Music, has like changed a lot over the last ten years, where you know age doesn't really matter like it used to. I mean, Jelly Roll just got artist a year and he's like 39 it's fucking incredible um and you're seeing it more and more these people go blowing up when they're like 33 35 whatever but what like web3 music is clearly like demonstrating is that it's a, it's an even further level up from that you hear so many artists that are like so talented and they're in like their 40s but they're like selling and doing super well and it's like it's kind of taken like the veil off of things and I, I think the obvious biggest reason that's happening is, you know, labels having even less control, like with web two, you know, you could be an artist and you're in your 35, but because you have a direct relationship, you can create a relationship with fans. It allows it to be possible. But now like with web three music, you know, it's going to be even less and it is even less gate kept and the consumers can now make the decisions and the labels can't control the age of artists that they're signing and pushing. And it, it it was never, and it's being shown every day about, oh, the market only likes people who are blow up when they're 18 and peak when they're 25. There's people left and right winning Grammys that are 38. And um, it's incredible. It, it's fucking awesome. Um, I mean, even as an artist, and I'm still like, isn't, younger. Maxwell, Maxwell isn't, uh, isn't, fun, isn't fun to you? Isn't fun to you a good example of that, though? Where yeah, absolutely. Took <laughs> Not, it, it took six years of. I mean, where I mean, would you ever is a great example yeah. too. I mean, Joe where Ryan would you ever it. get someone taking six years off music? Like, where would that happen? It wouldn't in a career. And then yeah. you come back like that. You come back with brown eyes and silhouette. I mean, come on, fun. Hey, he still looks twenty-four though. <laughs> I tease Fondue all the time. I was like, I thought like you were like twenty five or twenty six. Oh, I love it. You know, obviously he's a great yeah. man. Bro, he's dog. He's dog. He's dog. He's dog's not fucking twenty five or twenty six pounds. That motherfucker. Look, oh, he's in for it. Yeah, I know those dogs. He's in for a rape torture with that bastard. He's got let's keep not, on that. Let's not get derailed again. We could we could go in circles. <laughs> Well, hey, why don't you play us a, a song, Fondue? Because I know it's two. We usually like head out to other spaces. We got, I think, yeah, uh, Violetta space. Violetta space is starting here. It's, uh, um, all right. I didn't really get to warm up, but I'll, I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it. Later. Fun, 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 fun. Give me the dirt. I mean, you've got dirt. I know you've got dirt, right? You've got uh, uh, We know the dirtiest dirt. We've got dirt. like fun. Give me the dirt. Come on, bro. I, I want the dirtiest, the baddest. The worst you've got with the worst the worst i've got <laughs> Any, anything skate skate motherfucker oh, or you, oh you want it you want some no no i'm just saying some... give me give me some balls to the wall give me some no fucking... I, want, I want the new song i want the new song he's, he's promoing oh, sorry. The new song. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. 
Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, don't apologize. I'm with it. I love it when he covers that shit. But yeah, let's do the new one. Don't worry. Rack, uh, one of these days, I'll, I'll come on, Rack FM, gone. and I'll play. play. That's part of why we got to wrap this up. I can barely speak anymore after that wedding and the Georgia game. No, I'll, I'll, I'll play my neck, my back um, another day. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, yeah. Let's fucking go. Thank you, Fondue. Fuck the FUD.
Yeah, so uh, real quick, like I uh, talked about at the beginning of the space, but um, not going to be doing them. I'm sorry, the rest of the week. I got family in town that I never get to see. And, uh, you know, Web One or Blood Family or whatever is uh, super important to me. And I, I um, need to spend some time with them over the holidays and uh, get to hang out. Um, and then also in the meantime, going to be kind of strategizing some ideas to level up the space further, uh, you know, try to get some other projects in here to talk about what they're doing or get some feature spaces and um, hit up a bunch of people, you know, who have been through before and try to get them funneled back. Um, so, yeah, just kind of a, a reorient and, um, you know, approach to kind of like level this up for all of us in the community as well as, I got to, you know, hang out with my brothers and, and my family and parents and, um, and girls' family. So uh, I'll still be working, but, you know, you know how it goes. Uh, I figure we're doing spaces when it comes to focusing on um, what we're going to do to position this even better. Um, but for the culture, you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate everyone here. I hope that everyone has a uh, amazing Thanksgiving. Um, get to enjoy time with family or friends and reflect on what we're thankful for. Obviously, like Fondue said first, that everyone's going to come in here and say they're thankful for uh, Web3 and Web3 music and discovering this space and crypto and the, the sovereignty that it brings and the, the provenance and et cetera, every buzzword after that, even though I think that it's so true. They're barely even buzzwords. Um, but yeah. Y'all enjoy it. I'm thankful for all y'all who come through, continue to come through. Um, thankful we can say fuck the FUD and let's win this shit together. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let's keep gangsters. Yeah, gangsters. And yes, I didn't want to interrupt your monologue. I just want to say he's an absolute gangsters. Mr. Maxwell, <laughs> Mr. Fondo. Mr. Maxwell, Mr. Fondo, your spaces will be archived now. Yeah, Your spaces will be archived forever now. Take care now. What are you doing now? To the gangsters and Web3, fuck the fud, let's get it. <laughs> y'all have a, uh, and I appreciate that, Rack, but y'all have a great uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy it again. Uh, repeat monologue and uh, have a blessed one. I'll see y'all some, on some other spaces this week. And it's peace, it's love. I appreciate everyone. Fuck the fud, let's get it, let's win. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the maximum. Of payments, red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters, and then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Fond doing the morning, forming Michael. Logical bonds, click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the 
first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked and non-toxic just to get a better place smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybellines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle eats tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth say and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Terror Spaces. <laughs>